Hey, this is Evil Jim Jam. I am the GM for the actual play broadcast that you're about to listen to. We actually uh, do this thing live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the dat network. Uh, make sure that you follow the channel and subscribe to it. And you you know, I mean, every pod, if you're listening to a podcast, you've heard that we need reviews and ratings and subscriptions and, you know, so just any social media button you can click, you know, do that. Do all of that. Uh, if you are loving the sounds and music that you hear during our game, those all come from Sirenscape. Sirenscape is an app that you can download for free for now though well just enjoy the podcast because you know it's here for you yay hey everybody it is six o'clock it is friday night and that means it is time for dragons and things heroic endeavors tonight we have uh, uh a surprise for you well i don't know if it's really a surprise <laughs> but uh but but katie wilson has has rejoined us tonight uh, because we just couldn't get enough of moon dust, glitter violet, sparkle wishes in our previous episode. So we needed more. We brought her back. Uh, we've also got, of course, James Chu back with us. Jared has has returned from the far reaches of the continent. I lied to you, Scott. Uh, just to be here. <laughs> uh, we've got Diana and Adam Khan. So I say we do it. I say we get right in there. Uh, if that's all right with all y'all. I think it's okay. Okay, let's do it then. Today is one of those days where it seems like every other licensee has a special, exciting excitement uh, assignment except for you. You saw a group sent out to destroy a wyvern's nest in the Drake Ridge. Another <laughs> was sent to explore and secure an elven ruin discovered by a survey team in the field. Another group was sent to quell a zombie uprising caused by some bumbling mage dabbling in necromancy she wasn't quite powerful enough to control. But those assignments all went to other teams, and after the morning briefings, there was nothing left on the docket for you five. That doesn't mean, of course, that you get to go home early and enjoy the day. No, no. Stables must be clean, animal companions fed, paperwork sorted, old reports from past endeavors cataloged and archived. The life of a licensed adventurer can be as tedious as any other profession when circumstances warrant. Eventually came lunchtime, and you've all gathered together out on the front pavilion of the HEI headquarters to idle away some time and eat together. It's such a pleasant day that the prospect of sorting through more files in the archives feels like a serious injustice, so you take your time. Eventually, an administrator will notice you and assign some mundane chore, but until then, there's no harm in enjoying a little sun. Suddenly, as you're finishing up, Pipa, you notice a lone man running toward the lot of you. He's dirty, sweating profusely, clothed for travel and likely fresh from the road, judging by the dust on his boots. He rushes right up to the, the table where you are just finishing your lunches and slumps over, grabbing the edge hard to stop himself from falling over. His chest heaves as he sucks in great gulps of air, and when he finally raises his gaze to you all, you can see that his eyes are wide with terror. He lets out a single word, Ogre, before falling over on the steps outside HEI headquarters. What do you do? Bless you. <laughs> um, that's, that's not ogre, that's a man. Um, can I make a perception check around the area, see if there's an ogre coming towards yeah, us? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I look up and uh, eight sixteen. Uh, Pipa, you jump to your feet. You're looking all around. 
you see no but like down on the street below because you guys are so uh, there's a set of stairs leading up to the building uh down below you see like yeah there's there's people everybody's moving everything's normal no screams of terror in the distance certainly no lumbering ogre ogres making their way towards you hmm. can i heal check the dude hmm. you can go the ahead and make that check. medicine check sorry system mess up uh it's gonna be a nine jim a nine um uh it's sort of crude uh you basically your your medical treatment involves just sort of like tipping your empty the, the half empty cup of water you have over it uh but even even <laughs> even that is enough to at least get his like he sort of sputters awake he's looking around uh, he looks exhausted and still pretty terrified but his breathing is just starting to regulate at least he says oh you hear us. You gotta, you gotta help. There's an ogre and the blood and a watchtower and I was, I was running and I got in and it just, uh, you know, he's clearly having like a real difficulty putting his thoughts in order as he, as he sits up and he's trying to like calm down a little bit. What do you guys do? Like clearly this guy's barely making any sense. Uh, do you gonna... guys think that he's sleepwalking? Uh, let me, let me check, and I'm gonna smack him a few times. Oh, yeah, sure, you just, you just give him a quick slap, slap. Um, make an intimidation check, I guess. Oh, God. I, I so good at that. Uh, 17. <clears throat> 17, okay, yeah, so you give him a couple of slaps and a stern gaze, and he sort of snaps out of it, He's, he sort of grabs your shoulder, says, oh, no, I know, okay, okay. All right, yeah, no, you're right. All right, I gotta, I gotta get it together. Okay, so I was, I was traveling towards the city. I was on the southern, the, the, the trade road. Um, you know, I mean, there's never any trouble on the trade roads. The city keeps everything in good order there. But there's this watchtower, and I got there, and I see blood all over the walls, and and right in the doorway, huge hideous ogre is standing there. So I take off. I'm running. And I run and I run all the way to get to the city and I find you guys. Yes, you, you got to get out there. There's an ogre. It killed everybody at the watchtower. I mean, there's uh, snow guards, blood all over the place. It's a disaster. They, they you got to, you got to go. Uh, okay. Um, what was, what's an ogre, what's an ogre look like? There's a uh, big and it's got warts all over the place and it's blood. Oh. And, uh, I mean, it's an ogre, man. That sounds very scary. Uh, yes, I feel like one of those could squish any one of you quite easily. Uh, I doubt it. Um, do you need healing? Sorry, Kate. No, man. No, no, I, no, I, I'm actually okay. I ran. I, the ogre didn't get me because I, I booked it right away from there. <laughs> I know it's staying around. It definitely, definitely could have killed me, but I, pretty fast, so I'm okay. Okay. You said you saw no one else there either, just the ogre. No, it was just the ogre and blood all over the place, man. Oh, I must have killed everybody who was at the watchtower. Usually there's guards at the tower. Sometimes I stop in and say hi, but uh, uh, I didn't see anybody else, just this ogre. Oh, I'm, I'm, Rius looks down at his fingers, just covered in paper cuts. He's just like, well, I don't want to do any more paperwork. I'd be up for a little, little fun right now, yes. Um, um, oh, we got yeah. we gotta go check with with the guy though. We're not not allowed to take just take jobs. Uh, this is why to have rules. Why not? Let's just go help. 
Why can't we go help? What is, is this what, true? What is that? Hi, I'm Lucas Glitterbelly Sparkwishes. I don't think that we've met before. Oh, you new guy now. <laughs> and then I turned oh, to yeah? Trebor. You're not new guy. I, I, oopsie, I haven't been new guy for months. You're still new guy. <laughs> um, I met Peepa the other day and I really, really liked her. So I just kind of decided that like, maybe we could hang out more because she's now my bestest friend. Yeah, don't, don't hug Peepa when muddy though. She not like that. Oh, well, I love hugs. But if she's clean, then I like hugs. And also, I she's really hugs. pretty. Oh, thanks, Peepa. You're so beautiful. Thank oh you. Oh, my God. Okay, we need to go now. Yes, what Peepa said. Yes, you... Oh, I looked down at the man. You you go inside, tell them about it, and you found five heroic people outside, and we're going to go check it out. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, I have to give you all something. It'll give us lots of courage and and happiness. And I fly over and I drop each one of them a little piece of candy. Okay. Um, uh, Moon Sparkle Wishes. Moon does glitter by the Sparkle Wishes. Yeah, I'm not remembering that. Oh. Um. It's not that difficult. Uh, moon okay. does glitter by the Sparkle Wishes. Okay. Moon does purple. That's my sister, Starlight Shimmerfeather's Purple Dreams. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. New, new, new guy, little new guy. Uh, oh, 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 that's me. Yes. I hold Hi. up, uh, I reach in my, my pouch and pull up a pickle. <laughs> I pass it up to you. In exchange for not pickle, you get pickle. Um, she tries to, like, grab it, but it's, like, the size of her, and so she can't. <laughs> Oh, you oh, eat it. Oh, oh, oopsie fix. He reaches in and he pulls out a gherkin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but still like, she's got to like hold it in her arms like this. And she's like, like she's trying to fly and she just kind of keeps falling down and she's like, eh, um, I don't think I can hold this one either, but but thank you and you hold it for me and I'll get it later. Ooh. Ooh, wow. New guy. <laughs> Speaking of new guys, for all of us to go adventuring, we've got some uh, bit bosses and some donations coming Ooh. in. Hey. Bit boss giveaways. Uh, Spartan Undead giving one to Katie. Scott Denuso, Denuso giving one to Mesa. BC1 giving one to Trevor. Ooh. And then we have Dark Knight. Everybody a hero. Nice, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Dark, Dark Knight uh, donating $5. Edge for Katie. Katie. Yep. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Yeah. Moon Dust. Glitter violet sparkle wish that's a very big mouthful for me. Uh, <laughs> Sarah BC1 donating $50. Mercy for the table. Yay! Very nice. Thank you, everybody. Yes, I feel confident that we can go now. I go I go tell the guy. Oh, hurry up, oopsie. I thought this guy was gonna tell that guy. Well, no, we can't go without being told. Remember, okay, we're all okay. the trouble that Fanray got us into. That's true. Okay, uh, we'll wait yes. for you. I'll I'm go in and I'll talk to oh, sorry, I'm time. my notes guy, Jim. I have it written down. Uh, <clears throat> I wrote it somewhere. New notes guy. Nope, that's Conshaka. Uh, Lacra Reshboon. Yes. 
Makaya uh, is the newest administrator taking over after the half-elf that nobody knew their name. Uh, oh. And unfortunately, he died before he could tell anybody. <laughs> so you make your way into the building. You go find the administrator. Uh, you know, she's busy just you know, doing paperwork herself. Come in. Um, tell her about this, yeah, this that, guy. There's, there's um, Ogre out down the street. We go, we go get it. Okay, bye. And she's trying to like ask questions as you're already walking out the door. Um, you figure she'll she'll sort out all the particulars on her. Uh, that's her job. So, you guys though, you guys just got to go take care of this ogre. That's your job. <clears throat> so you regather yourselves back outside the the building. Uh, Corby, uh, no, sorry, he never asked his, his name is Corby, by the way. <laughs> I gave it away. Oh, no. Uh, Corby is happy that you guys are going to go take care of this ogre. Uh, he takes, uh, I believe, I don't remember who it was, suggested that he wait inside. But he's like, goes inside. It's like, all right, well, good good luck getting the ogre. And yeah, good luck paying us after we get back. <laughs> and you rush off to fulfill a much more exciting task. And you normally would have been assigned with as the day rolls on. This is so exciting! uh, You head out the south gate of the city. Uh, There is a major tradeway, which is indeed, as as Corby reported, typically safe and very well guarded uh, as it is under the protection of the royal government of Thaspir. Your contracts rarely involve dangers along this trade route, but the immediacy of the threat demands your attention. After all, the routes are very frequently traveled, and if there is an ogre threatening the area, then it could take many more victims at any moment. However, it is a well-maintained drone, and movement is quick and easy, and before too long, you see the distant stones of this very watchtower rising above the road. At this point, you're about a quarter mile out. Uh, There is, unfortunately, very little cover between you and this tower. It is, by design, a great vantage point over the surrounding lands. So what do you do? I'm kind of flying... Sorry, Sorry. go ahead. No, 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 you go. Uh, I'm flying, like, in between uh, Reese and... Is it Reese or Riss? Reese. Reese and Trevor? Trevor? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I haven't met you guys yet. So uh, I'm gonna gonna just kind of fly in between them and be like, hi, um, I really didn't get a chance to meet you. I'm Moondust, Glitterelli, Sparkle Wishes, and uh, I'm like bestest best friends with Peepa. And um, I wanna know like more about all my friends. Like, um, do you have a family or siblings? Or um, like, where are you from? And do you have a favorite color and favorite animal? I was hatched from an egg. (gasps) What? (laughs) That's so exciting. Yes. <laughs> um, I I used to live on a farm, and then uh, some kid just showed up in the middle of my farm, and now he's my adopted son. Uh, he punches walls, so we named him DeWall. Uh, yeah, and now I'm just on this job to get away from him. Oh. And my favorite color is blue. Oh, that's a really pretty color. I like all the colors. So if you were to ask me what my favorite color was, it'd be all of them. What? Oh. What's your favorite color? All of them. <laughs> like, if you could imagine the color of spring. 
sparkle has a color. That would be my favorite color. Oh, I hear that and I turn around and go, me too. Oh, oh. This is why we're best friends. Oh, this is really exciting. I'm from this crazy little land that you've probably never heard of. And I have three sisters and two dads and I love unicorns. Ow. I uh, had a really tragic life, but we're not going to talk oh. about that right Oopsie now. starts climbing the hill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you just start making your way. You guys are just walking towards the watchtower at this point. Um, is anybody else doing anything in particular, or are you just uh, talking with with Moondust as you're making your way I'm, there? I'm I'm gonna try to kind of keep a lookout since I can kind of look over all their heads. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, but yeah, just d distracting of of Moondust talking. I'm I'm gonna do that thing like as as it's if it's someone like you don't really know or don't really want to talk to like you answer them but you take steps back and then you answer them again and you take some more <laughs> steps back and so I'm following Oopsie but I'm still like oh yes sparkles okay and, and and she's and she's basically flying backward just like as you're moving forward she's just flying backward and like uh huh uh huh uh huh. <laughs> so you guys get uh as you're making your way you know rias is trying to keep a lookout um you don't see anything that that sparks your interest at first except uh make a perception check actually why don't you go ahead all of us are real uh just just rias okay got some new dice too Ooh. let's see how we do okay that's pretty good that's going to be a 21. 21. Okay. You can see, uh, you're about, you're, you're at this point, you're about 120 feet away from the <clears> tower <throat> and you're looking at it and you can indeed see, um, like blood, blood spatter, uh, now dried and sort of rusty colored along the outer walls of the watchtower. There must've been some kind of battle, uh, outside the tower. Um, and it is about this time that, uh, you see a great knobby head, uh, topped with a great pointed hat, peer up over the crenellations at the very top of the tower, and a great hulking figure rises as it spots you. It is indeed an ogre. To some of you, a vaguely familiar ogre, and it says, I go wide, no small people. <laughs> Only me, go wide. Oh my God. <laughs> No, no, it? no, 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 it, Rog Rog, it's ghosts. Uh, I, I start turning around. Rog Rog, hey, ghost. Rog Rog, cast much a missile. <laughs> and he bends down. <laughs> you see him pick up this great rock no. and chuck it through no. the air. And it comes sailing, landing with a thud in the dirt, just shy of where you're standing. His aim was not quite right, but as he bends down, you can see he's about to grab another chunk of stone, and you realize that things are about to get out of hand, and I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh. Rog, 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 we didn't kill you for a reason. <laughs> oh, that's a natural 20. Nice. Hey, that's a natural one. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Waste the ones on this. We're good. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I did not wish I would have got it when I hit him, but it's okay. Don't hit Rod Rod. Uh, uh, Trevor, what is your initiative? 27. 27. Very nice. Hmm. Uh, Rias? Mine's that same number, minus 20. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. You actually have a pretty good bonus. Too bad you rolled a one. I know. Uh, oopsie. 17. 17 for Oopsie. Moondest. 29. Damn. 
All right, and Pipa. 26. You can go to hell, That's a good one dust. for me. <laughs> Aww. Okay. Nougat. Don't yell at new Nougat. What is your bonus, like 32? It's 10. <laughs> oh, wow. But I rolled hey. a 19, so. Okay, okay. So. Math checks out. Moondust, Glitter, Violet, Sparkle Wishes. Uh, again, you're about 120 feet away from this tower. This rock comes sailing through there, spats in the dirt, puffs of, of debris go everywhere from the impact. You realize that if that had hit somebody, they could have gotten very seriously injured. Uh, and this ogre at the top of the tower seems like he's getting ready to throw yet another rock. What do you do? I go invisible. All right, you become invisible. Two actions yeah. to, you just disappear from sight. Uh, yeah. You do have one action left. Uh, 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 is readying a bow in action? Readying an action actually costs two actions. So you ready an action that you would take on, that when it's not your turn, but it costs you two actions to do that. Okay, so I can only really move, right? You could move, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna fly uh, over toward um, uh, Pipa, and okay. I'm gonna like kind of hide in her hair. Hi, it's okay, just so you, me. Oh, don't freak out. Okay, you just bye. you just hide in Pipa's hair, uh, mm -hmm. so you're on Pipa. <laughs> Trevor Stone Rage, it is your turn. Uh, how far away are, from our Rog Rog am I? Uh, just from the tower, you're about 120 feet away, uh, oh. and then he's on top of the tower, and the tower itself is about. 20 feet tall. Ah, uh, uh, Rog Rog, I wanted you to join. You were supposed to join us. <laughs> you were supposed to bring balance to heroic endeavors. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do a uh, full three action sprint. Okay, uh, so you uh, move 90 feet up. Oh, is or is your, is your movement 25 feet or is it 30 feet? Uh, it is 30 feet. 30 feet. So you move 90 feet up. You're about 30 feet away from the tower, but you're just running, 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 trying to get up there. Uh, you're looking up at Rog Rog. He's looking down at you now. He's like, oh no, go away. It's for Rog Rog only. Pipa, <laughs> um, it is your actions. You've got a you've got a pixie riding your hair. What do you okay. do? Is there anywhere to hide on the side? Uh, unfortunately, there's very little cover. Uh, the watchtower, again, okay. by design, they wanted to make it so that from the watchtower, you have a good view of the surrounding lands. And and it's he's very far up, right? You said that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, 20 ran feet, 90 he's 120 feet, feet just uh, in a straight line, 120 feet. And then he's also up. So he's 20 feet in the air, too, because oh, he's on top of the tower. Yeah. Okay. Um... I'll start kind of zigzagging running so that okay. in case he throws a rock, I get avoided. And sure, I go, sure. And I say to uh, Moondust, I'm like, hold on tight. Here we go. And then I just start like running and zigzagging. And then so can I'll I? Move you, yeah, sorry. I'll move you 60 feet ahead. But if he throws a rock at you, you will get a plus two bonus to your armor Great. class. Thank you. Zigzag. Uh, oopsie. Um, I want to look up there and shout to Rog Rog, intimidating him. I'll be, okay. Rog Rog, you be nice to ghosts or we haunt you. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make an intimidation uh -huh. check. Hey, 25, Jim. All right, uh, he, he's, he's fought you ghosts before and lost. He's a little shaken by the effort. Uh, so that is a success, and he is frightened one. And then I will draw a sling for my last action. All right, you draw your sling. You do technically have one more action. 
Oh, well, it take, can I load and fire or just load? Uh, just loading, because it has a reload of one, right? Um, um, reload of one, yes. Yeah, so one action to reload as well. All right, so then I will okay. pick up a rock. You pick up a rock and load it in the sling, yep. and you are ready to rock for your next action. It is now Rog Rog's turn. He's a little scared after the, the ghost threatened him. Uh, but atop, from the top of the tower, he looks down and he sees that Trevor is closest. So he says, Magic Missile! And chucks <laughs> this rock down right at you, Trevor Stone Rage. So here comes the rock, and that is going to hit armor class 26. Oh, uh, that just missed Oh, no. no. Yes, that, wow. yes, yes, that hits. All right. So there, it hurts. This is no tiny little rock. This is no sling stone from, uh, from, from Oopsie's pouch. This is like a chunk of oh. stone that comes whizzing down, slams you in the shoulder. You take 16 points. Oh, of my God. Um, Is that ironic that Stone Rage is getting hit by stones? (laughs) No. Uh, And that was one action. So then he reaches down, grabs another rock as his second action. And for his third action, he will chuck one out at Peepa. Uh, Remember, Peepa, you have a plus two bonus to your armor class because you've been zigging and zagging. Also, Uh, what if he felt guilty about it, Jim? Uh, you are nowhere near 15 feet in, in between, <laughs> like there is a lot of distance. Between oh, I was being more existential than mechanical, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he does feel a little frightened, which I'm taking into account, though. So this second attack is only going to hit a 15. Nope. So this second huge rock comes sailing over, splatting mm. in the ground where you just were, Peepa, because of your dodging and weaving, uh, you managed to get out of the way. And that was his third action to throw that rock, so we move on to Rius. Round. Uh, yes, so I see Rug Rug tossing rocks and Stone Rage get hit hard. Um, Rius knows, especially with Stone Rage here, I, I, he gets beat up by everyone a lot. <laughs> so he's actually going to hold up his hand, uh, take one of his fingers, and he's just going to uh, slice open his palm, squeeze his hand really tight, and the blood starts uh, blood starts glowing. I'm going to cast False Life on myself. Oh. Okay. Give yourself a boost. boost. Yep. Uh, and <clears throat> then uh, I'm going to start uh, heading towards the tower, but I'm going to kind of go towards the outside where like a, a different direction, so it's very hard to try to hit all of us. Uh, so was it, is False Life a two action spell? Yes. Okay, so you, with your third action, you'll get 30 feet up. Uh, so just so you all know, Moondust uh, and Pipa, you are about 60 feet away from the tower, because Pipa, okay. you are, Moondust, you're riding Pipa who's moving. Trevor, you're closest to the tower, only 30 feet away. Uh, Oopsie, you're still the furthest at 120 feet uh, and then Rias, you are 90 feet away from the tower because you cast a spell and then moved. So at the top of the round, Moon Dust, Glitter Violet, Sparkle Wishes, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to uh, shake a little bit and get some little fairy dust on okay. an arrow. All right. And I'm you gonna, prepare. I'm gonna like pop out from Peepa's hair. Okay. And I'm going to fire a shot. Um, at at uh, this ogre, uh, okay. and my my fairy dust uh, that I'm going to attempt is going to be sleep. Sleep. All right, you're gonna try to put him to sleep. Here we go. Um, oh, 
Am I not supposed to go? No, you're good. Okay. You um, are definitely. 15 plus 13. 28. Uh, even with the cover that Rog Rog is getting from the the, the tower and the, the crenellations, uh, that is that is a hit. You put an arrow just thing, right uh, right in his shoulder, his big meaty shoulder, as he's lifting another rock to try to see if he can throw it at somebody. So now I believe he needs to make a will save. Uh, just so you know, Jim, uh, Scott Denuso became a bit boss. Give Rog Rog a reroll. No. Scott. Caravan Seven also became the bit boss. Hey. But didn't respond, so I rolled a D6, and you got it. Wow. Oh. Love it. I love it. I might need it because I oh. definitely don't want to fall asleep. Uh, that is a 17. No. Will say, which is a fail. That's a fail. Uh, let me check. I probably will go ahead and use uh, one of my rerolls at least. I gotta, I gotta make a good, uh, uh, you'll college try on getting this save. So I'm gonna go ahead and use my hero points. Uh, no, sinks. no. Oh yeah, sinks. there we go. 18 on the die, oh. uh, bringing my total up to a 25. Oh. <laughs> you pass. So instead of going to sleep, he gets stuck, but you still uh, deal damage. So yeah, you can deal your arrows damage. Oh, yeah. shoot. Sorry. Uh, no, hang on. My dice. <laughs> Always a problem. Okay, here we go. Aw, all right, plus four. Um, that's only six points of damage. Six mm. points of damage. Hey, it's something. Do I have another action? Uh, you prepared an arrow, you fired an arrow, you do have one more action. Um, can I prepare my next arrow or no, that was two actions, yeah. right? It's one action to prepare your arrow, so um, you can do that. I'm going to prepare my arrow. Okay, same same deal, sleep spell. Uh, yes. Okay, make another sleepy arrow and it is Trevor's turn. You're closest to the tower, but you also just got slammed with this rock. However, you realize that if you could get into the tower, which you could do uh, pretty easily, you wouldn't be able to throw rocks at you. Rug, rug. Uh He's going to do Intimidating Glare. Okay. I was gonna do that. Well, I mean, you still can. <laughs> Mine's <laughs> up on my phone, you jerk. That's <laughs> Yeah, I literally have mine up, ready to do it as well. Well, you should have rolled better in initiative. I mean, I did it last round. Uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, when you become frightened one, at the end of your turn, your frightened condition reduces, so he's no longer frightened. Okay, so we can do it again. Um, so it is valuable to continue to frighten him. Ooh, uh, a 27. 27. Nice. Uh, that is a critical success, I believe. So he is not just frightened one, he is frightened two. He sees you rush up, you glare up at him. He sees you take this rock and he remembers again. He's like, oh, ghost gonna go wrong, wrong. No, no, no. And he is quite frightened, frightened two. So that was one action. Uh, second action, I'm going to move into the uh, watchtower. Okay. And Go oh, go for, oh, and third action, I am going to rage. Okay, uh, you rush inside the tower. When you get in there, you come into, it's this, basically the base of the tower is just this large open chamber, and you can see spatters of rusty 
dried blood everywhere. Uh, the furniture in here is overturned and splintered and smashed up. There is a bubbling stew toward the western side of the room, and on the eastern side of the room, there's a staircase that spirals up to the second floor of the tower. Uh, but you take your third action to rage, and we move on to Pipa. Okay. Uh, can I zigzag up to 30 feet? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. But if I look up, how t how far up is he? Uh, at this point, um, you're both 30 feet away from the tower, and he's 20 feet up, so I guess you're like, what, 45 feet away from, in a direct line to Rog Rog? Can I, can I, in uh, maybe uh, one action, I don't think that's possible, to get up to, I want to cast Charm, but Charm is at 30 feet. The okay. distance is 30 feet. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the, the, even, even if you were right under him, Mm -hmm. um, the problem is once you actually get to the tower, now you don't have, you're, you'd be looking directly yeah. up, you wouldn't even be able to see Rog Rog. So okay. To... Then I'll just zigzag my way into the tower with Moon okay. Dust on my shoulder. Sure, you zigzag your way up into the tower, you get in there, again, you see the same thing that Trevor sees, but you see him standing there and he's got that look in his eyes and he's like, <laughs> and he looks like he's about to go and just destroy everything, um, everything okay. that bothers him. That's a lot. Soup bothers me. <laughs> it is Oopsie's turn. Uh, you got a loaded sling, and you are 120 feet away from the tower. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Seeing that, um, I'm gonna run as close to the tower as I can get to. With the intent, uh, if you take all three actions to move, that would put you uh, at 30 feet away from the tower. All right. That's my my. That's what I do. Okay. With the intent to climb up the outside. All right, uh, it is now my turn. We've got Oopsie uh, down below and Rias. So the first thing that Rog Rog does is he reaches down and grabs a rock. He's looking at Oopsie, he looks at Rias, he looks at Oopsie, he looks at Rias, and he just decides that he's gonna chuck it almost straight down at Oopsie since Oopsie is at least closer. Rog Rog. Here comes the rock. Ugh, probably not very good. That is only an 18 to hit. That's not enough. Not enough. Not <clears throat> enough. Uh, especially, actually, it would be even worse. Sorry, 16 to hit because he is frightened too. Well, that makes so, it a critical uh, fail. No, it doesn't. Well, he critically ah, fails. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he just like chucks the rock. Uh, like, it, in fact, it, it's like he can't make up his mind between Rius and Oopsie. So he throws it sort of in the middle of both of you, like away from anybody. Uh, and then he reaches down, grabs another rock, um, uh, and that is his third action to have the rock in his hand. So he is done for now. Rias, 90 feet away from the tower. What do you do? Adam, I think you're muted. Oh, I can only hear you. There we go. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so everybody else is practically already in. I don't know where Moondust went. Um, she just went poof and disappeared. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll use all three of my actions to get to the tower. Okay. Uh, you are 90 feet away, so all three of your actions will get you just inside the tower. Again, you see that Pipa and uh, Moondust is riding on Pipa's head uh, and is also there. And so is Trevor. Uh, Oopsie, you are still the only one outside the tower. We move on to the next round. And Moondust, it is your turn. I'm going to shoot that arrow that I readied. Well, currently you're inside the tower, so you can't see oh. Rog Rog. Oh, yeah. Uh, how far There's, in are we? Uh, you're just inside. You're basically just in this room. Uh, you do see that on the eastern side of the room, there's a staircase that would lead up the tower. 
But we could see him from outside. You could from outside, yes. Okay, I'm just gonna go fly back outside. Okay. And um, I have a fly speed of 40. Would 40 feet allow me visuals? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back outside, you can definitely get a line of sight on him. Great, and then I'm gonna shoot my arrow. All right, you shoot your arrow. Go ahead and roll Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, This time is going to be 14 plus 13. 28. Yes. That's a good Uh, All right, that is another hit. Yay. So Rog Rog has to make a save again against the sleep. That is, ooh, looking pretty good, 22. Dang it, no! (laughs) If only I had one sink. All right, but he is going to take, ooh, that's max, no, that's not max damage, but six plus four, so 12 points of damage. Six plus four is 10. Yeah, that's- Oh, 10, sorry. But it was- That's Diana's math. What did I say? (laughs) You said 12. You said 12. (laughs) It's okay, Katie. Six plus four Uh, is 64. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know why? Because I was rolling a D8 plus four and Ah. reading the eight plus four and being like, 12. So you flew back outside. You fired your arrow. You do have one action left. Um, Can I shoot another arrow? Um, no, 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 no. You could, yeah. I go invisible. You, uh, that's a two action spell. Dang it. Okay, fine, I shoot another arrow, but I can't put the pixie dust on it. Yeah, this one would just be a regular arrow, so go ahead and fire. That's fine. I mean, don't you like just have pixie dust all over you that just kind of <laughs> smothers it at all times? I mean, you'd like- assume <laughs> that, but. She has enough annoying abilities, we don't need to make them worse. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna hit on this one, it's a dirty 20. A dirty 20 uh, with the cover that Rog Rog is getting that is going to miss. Okay. Uh, so your arrow just pings off the stones uh, near where he's standing. And that it was your third action. So we move to Oopsie. Wait. Nope, he's oh, wait. Like Oopsie. Nope, never mind. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> it's your turn. How <laughs> dare Rog Rog! Um, how, 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 how much do I have to run to get there? Uh, well, if you want to run up the stairs, that would be one action. Uh-huh. So you rush up the stairs and you get to the second level of the tower. At the second level of the tower, you come, uh, into another open chamber. Um, but this one, uh, looks like it must've been where the guards on duty were sleeping. You see overturned beds and smashed foot lockers. As you enter the room, you hear Rog Rog's voice from an open trap door in the ceiling of this room. And it says, Gadum Familar! And suddenly, as you enter the room, a great black mass of legs leaps out from behind one of the overturned beds as a dog-sized spider uses a ready to action to leap and attack. A dog-sized spider? Wait, hang on. This is a great time to mention that Sarah BC1 donated $35, giving a sink for the table, but an edge for Jim. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you very much, Sarah. Uh, This spider unexpectedly leaps out from out of nowhere uh, and tries to bite you. And that is going to be a. Sorry, I gotta open it. uh, Where did spider go? Where did my spider page? Uh, That is going to be a fourteen to hit. Uh, that will not hit the mighty treble. Did you take the raging penalty to your armor class? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, fine. 
All right, so it leaps out, tries to bite you, but you are, you're too quick on your feet. Um, in this room, you see that there is a ladder that leads up to a trap door. And at the top of it, you can see Rog Rog is like leaning down, uh, looking at you, uh, like, yeah, I got from you, Lord, got him. Um, but what do you do? You, that was just one action so far that you've used. So what are your other two actions? Oh, you done goofed. I hate spiders. And uh, he's got a, um, he's going to attack. Okay, sure, do it. Uh, does a seventeen? Oh yeah, the seventeen <gasps> is uh, that's yes. exactly what you needed. Oh, look at all this damage, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seventeen plus eleven. 28 damage. Wow. 28 points of damage. I mean, you just, you don't even like cut the spider. You just splat it with the flat of the blade <laughs> and its legs like splay out and just bug guts go flying oh, everywhere. Wow. And you see Rog Rog, who was a moment ago, like, God, I'm familiar. He goes, no, familiar, no. Uh, as the spider like twitches just a few times and is clearly dead. Yeah, come here, Rog Rog. You're not so uh, powerful, are you? And, you have uh, but one more action left. Cool, he's gonna use that to do another intimidating glare. All right, go ahead and make your intimidation check. Well, it was football lasted. Uh, one plus seven. Does an eight intimidate him? No. <laughs> no, an eight does not intimidate him. Maybe he's just so distraught at having seen his Aww. familiar die that he he just he's no longer frightened of you. Uh, I, I end my turn. All right, it is Peepa's turn. You're still at the bottom of the tower. Uh, where has Oopsie and Rhea stepped into the tower? Uh, Rias has just come in, and I believe Oopsie's in, right? Yeah. Do you, no, or no, Oopsie, Oopsie's still outside, but he uh, looks like he's coming into the tower very soon. Okay, uh, I'll start heading up the stairs. Okay, one action gets you to the top of the stairs. You see Trevor standing over this splattered giant spider. Uh, there's a ladder, and up at the top of the ladder, there's a trap door that leads up to the roof, and Rog Rog is like leaning down, looking in. What do you do? Can doing? I cast Charm on him? Uh, at this point, yeah, you can. Uh, cast charm. Is it a one action or a two action spell? Two. Oh, it's two actions. Okay, you still you've used one action so far, so you still have two actions. Okay. So Rog Rog is going to make a will save. Yes. Again, so many will saves that Rog Rog has to make. Uh, that is going to be a dirty twenty. Aw, yeah, you, you're you fine. All right, so you cast this spell and Rog Rog looks at you and he says, no, no, ghost, no, that trick, no charm me. Can I say something to him real quick? Yeah. I gave you back your spell book. How dare you be mean to all of us? And that's it. It I is just... Oopsie's turn. Uh, how tall is this tower? Uh. Uh, the tower is about 20 feet tall. Uh, I'm going to use two movements to get up it. Okie dokie. Uh, you need an athletics check for each successful... Each move uh, requires an athletics check. First one is a 16 on the die, plus 6. All right, so you 22. begin climbing fairly easily. And the second one is a hero point. 
Hey. <laughs> that worked out well. A 19. Uh, a 19. It's tricky, uh, but you do manage to get uh, up to the, you're basically like at, hanging off the crenellations at this point uh, at the end of your second move. You have uh, one action left. I want to drop down onto, or, or next to Rog Rog. Okay. And go, boo! All right, you drop down next to Rog Rog. He looks over, he's like, no, no, go get her now, no! Um, it is now Rog Rog's turn. Rog Rog looks at you. He didn't expect to see you. He was focused on your companions down below. So he says, uh, Rog Rog can fly! And reach <laughs> grab you. Uh, this is going to be your against your athletics, test, which is 10 plus your uh, athletic skill. I love Rog Rog. And that's going to be oh, uh, no. dirty 20 to grab you. So he grabs onto you with his first oh, action. No. With his second action, he lifts you up oh, no. and tries to throw you <gasps> off the tower. As he throws you, you can attempt a reflex save to try to grab the edge as you fall past the edge of the tower. If you have your reaction left, which you do, because you have not used a reaction yet. Well, hang on, let me check something here. <clears throat> yep. Uh, two on the die, Jim. So he's but. trying to grab for the tower, but you instead just go falling, tumbling, end over end, slam but on the ground 20 feet Hang below. on, Jim. Okay, yes. Hang on. Okay, I'm hanging. I have something called a savior spike. Oh. Okay. The pyramid-shaped spike is attached to the armor of a chess piece. Oh. When you activate the spike, it shoots a strand of force to help you gain purchase. Okay. If you roll a success on the triggering attempt, you get a critical success. If you roll a critical fail, you get a failure. My modified out was a 13. Okay. So a 13 would be a failure, but uh, if a failure becomes a success, then... Roll a success. No. Okay, never mind. I read that wrong. It just it <laughs> okay. makes it either... A critical success or a regular failure. It doesn't. Gotcha. gotcha. I read that wrong. So I go flying, right. Jim. You go flying uh, and thud 20 feet below. Uh, normally that's 10 points of damage, but I believe that you have, you get to reduce that. Yeah, I treat it as if it's 10 feet shorter. And then okay. I treat it again as if it's half the distance. Okay, so you would take... Uh, you would you would take five points of damage if it's if it's ten feet shorter, uh, and then half of that. So you take three points of falling damage. However, you are prone on the ground outside the tower. Uh, that was Rog Rog. Rog Rog used two actions to do that, um, and then with his third action, uh, you don't see him do anything. Uh, it is Rhea's turn. So I see, I see Oopsie outside the door disappear, and I see him come right back to yep. him. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and head up the stairs. All right, you head up the stairs well. with one action. Uh, you are with everybody. Everybody's in this room except for Moon Dust, Glitter Violet, Spark Wishes, and Oopsie. Uh, there's a dead spider. There's a ladder and a trapdoor. Yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and cast, I'll cast Guidance on Trevor. Okay. Draw the little rune onto Trevor. Alrighty. So that is a uh, second action, and for a third one. Uh, oh, he's up through the trapdoor. That's right. Um. Yeah. That's, that's that's about what I got. Um. I'm I'm I'm, I'm just gonna. I'll, I'll wait. Or, no, actually, I'm gonna reach into. Uh, I'm gonna reach into my. Uh, uh, one of my 
uh, pouches and pull out a bottle. All right. So you ready? You ready yourself for some further action later on, but that is the end of your turn for now. So we move on to good old Moon Dust. Glitter Violet Sparkle Witches. Um, yes. She's going to fly. <laughs> um, if she flies straight up, it, will she be, uh, uh, will he still be concealed? Uh, no, if you can get above him, he won't have that cover. Okay, I'm gonna fly straight up. Okay. And I'm fly gonna up. shoot, I'm gonna ready my arrow with my uh, fairy dust and okay. shoot him. All right. Uh, go ahead and make that attack roll. Oh, okay. Okay. 13 plus 13. 26. 26 is a hit. Okay. Now it's your turn to make a will save. Okay. Uh. Darn will saves. I thank you. Okay. Oh. I have a sink. Thank you, sink. Thank you for my sink. Uh. Still pretty good though. I've got oh. a 24 with the sink as a 23. Michael Jordan. Can no. we still sink you? <laughs> you could, down to a 22. Anyone else want to sink him? I'll sink him. Anyone else want to sink him? That's all I got. <laughs> wow, guys. So we've gone from a 20, 24 to a 21 at this point. Uh, what else has a sink? Oh. Rias, I'm looking straight at you. No, you're not. You're upstairs. Oh, I guess I'm upstairs too. <laughs> well, um, the DC. Unless okay, yeah, Rias yeah. wants I'll, I'll to I'll give him a sink too. too. Oh, oh, oh! Then, then, Jim, you fail. <laughs> <laughs> the DC yep. is a. The DC is a 21. So okay. at a 20, you would fail. I fail, and on a failure against sleep, I go to sleep for one minute. Oh, yes. uh, Rog Rog. Uh, you see Rog Rog is right next to this. It looks like this, uh, looks like another boiling kettle of some kind, and he's got his hands like on it, uh, and he's looking over at the trap door, and then this arrow comes thump, right between the shoulder blades, and he looks, he's like trying to get it. He's like, oh, no, oh, and he slumps over onto the stones. And he's asleep. Thank you, I was really tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fly now. back. Sorry, I have another action, right? Yep, you do. You do. Uh, I'm gonna fly back down to Peepa if I can. Okay. Uh, you don't really necessarily know where Peepa is. Uh, last mm. you saw her, she was at the bottom of the tower. Okay, I only have like 40 feet, so I would, uh, what's it, what, if I could see him, couldn't I fly down to where he was? Yeah, you can fly down to him, yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, sorry, that's kind of like what I meant. Like, I'll fly gotcha. down there and hopefully see Peepa. Okay, yeah, so, so Peepa is like down, like there's this trap door that Pe that, that Rog Rog was standing near. You look in the trap door and you do see Peepa down in the room below. Okay. Uh, and it is Trevor's turn. Well, we can come out of initiative at this point. Wait, no. Uh, what? No. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> he, he's sleeping now. I was going <laughs> to murder him. No. He still can. He's just sleeping. Trevor would climb up the stairs and go, he's about to sleep for a long time and stab him in the chest. Okay. Uh, you go up to the top of the tower and with, with uh, one action to climb the ladder. Uh, you get up there. You have your sword. 
you get your sword back out. There's another action. You have one action left. And if you want to just murder Rog Rog, you can. He's yeah. sleeping. You can't do a darn thing. He set a spider on me. I get it. You're going to kill him? Yeah, with oh, a dirty you 20. The fans are going to be very mad at you. Uh, oh. You don't even have to roll to hit. Uh, I would say that he's helpless at this time. So you can just roll damage as awesome. if it were a critical hit. First gibbets and then rock. Oh, rock. Uh, that's a 12 on one die, a four okay. on the other. So 16, 36, 40. Oh my God. Seven. 47 damage. And rog rog. Can I use my hero point for Chew to reroll? <laughs> no, you can't, you can't force Chew to reroll. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, you just, just drive your sword into rog rog's sleeping chest. And, <sighs> He expires. He is dead. Why did you do that? Boo. He was sleeping. He was misunderstood, Trevor. Yeah, now he's sleeping forever. Well, yeah, sometimes that happens put people to sleep, but you didn't need to hurt him after he was sleeping. <laughs> no, no, see, you're misunderstood. I never kill anyone. I just make them fall asleep for a very, very long time. Where's oopsie? Oopsie pops its head up from the crenellations again, having done the climb. Mm -hmm. Oh, oopsie, what happened? Oh, Trevor. With with the sad- this new friend. (laughs) With the sad, uh, tragic passing of Rog Rog, why don't we go ahead and see what chat has to say about all of this? You wanna know what they're saying, dude? They're saying boo. I believe I'm seeing a lot of Uh. of boo. A lot of Trevor is the worst. Oh, I, yeah. I see that. Trevor, Trevor worse than Harry. Wow. Well, that's oh, that's the dad wow. network saying it. That's not the fans. No, but but yeah. they probably feel thinking. the same way. Yeah, it's fine. Thinking. I'll kill him Rock, again. Bring Rock him back Rock to life. Gonna, I'll <laughs> kill him again. Rock Rock was gonna be the next gibbets, bro. Uh, he had a chance to join our group, and he suck. He put a spider on me and threw a rock at me. Calm down, Hitler. There is uh, now. I didn't put him in a gas chamber. There is already a chatbot command, a nightbot command that says, "Never forget what Trevor did to poor <laughs> sweet <Arnold." laughs> oh, Wow! And it said that I have been removed from heroic endeavors. Yeah. Wow! So I will, that's rough. I will see you guys later. It was fun <laughs> playing with you. You know, you know, I'm a redemption champion. You can now only come back for a villains episode. Oh, that's final. I'll murder all of you. <gasps> Except Peepa. She's cool. Oh, thank you. And, and Moon Dust Sparkle Violet Glitter wishes. I'm glad Moondust I didn't invite Glitter you to Violet the Okay. I'm going to read a comment. Imp in my head says, if Rod Rug throws a giant bell down the tower at Peepa, that's the alarm spell. <laughs> I like that one. That's fun. I had all kinds of uh, other Rog Rog spells in my back pocket, but we'll never know what they are now. I mean, you shouldn't have put him to sleep. Maybe he'd still be alive. (laughs) I was going to charm him so we can talk to him and tie him up. Ah, if only that worked the first time. So you could tie him up. You You can still still tie him up. You can still still tie him up. (laughs) I don't know how much talking he will do, but you can still tie him up. Here, I'll do it for you. Jim, Jim, Trevor ties him up. What if in the distance you see riding on a giant, on a giant rock, a dwarven druid just flies in, <laughs> casts reincarnate and flies off? Maybe, uh, maybe in another world that would be the case, but unfortunately, uh, it's just not the world we live in. I don't regret this at all. I will 
I will gladly take the hate. I'm gonna say another one real quick. Delirious 2019 says, Alex intimidates Glare. Do all. Don't rage instead. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna roll to see if I beat We that. do have a, a resub from Caravan <laughs> 7 for 25 months. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. That's more than two years. Just That's over. awesome. Thank you guys. So let's get uh, back into our sad, tragic adventure. Uh, it's not that sad, Jim. It's Cob very sad. Cob Rog Rog has passed. Rog Rog has died uh, at the hands of the evil Trevor Stone Raid. <laughs> and uh, what do you guys do? I mean, Rog Rog's, the danger's over. There is definitely the ogre dead. That's for sure. Uh, what do you guys do? Uh, I loot his I dead check body. Check this room sure. down below. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Both Rias and Trevor can go ahead and do one. Awesome. Can I oh, make sure minutes. Oopsie looks okay? A dirty 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a medicine check on Oopsie. To make sure he's okay. We yeah. did. I'm sure we heard the crash. Oh, uh, sure. It was uh, quite spectacular. 15 plus 8. Okay. Surprisingly enough, Oopsie's like barely bruised by his fall. Oh, wow. Um, Oopsie's oopsie vulnerable. Yeah, oopsie, oopsie <laughs> doesn't mind falling all that much. Uh, Trevor, you are looting the, the corpse of fan favorite, Rog Rog. Uh, and you find, um, I mean, he's he was carrying this like sort of uprooted sapling as, as a staff. Uh, he does have a book on in a, in a big leather bag on his belt. Um, he has a couple of, of bottles of this sludgy liquid, um, and they're like marked uh, with weird little pictograms um, that really make no sense to you. Um, Can, uh, yeah, and I wouldn't be able to roll like a check. I mean, uh, no, do, he, do he's have, an ogre, not a giant. Do you have uh, like craft as, a, as an ability? Uh, nope. No, I do not. You're not so quite sure. Fun. There's some weird brown sludge liquid that sloshes around in these containers that he's got marked in these weird little <laughs> weird little container. It's, it's just, yeah, he had no idea what the heck is going on there. Um, but other than that, like, he wasn't really carrying a whole lot. He's got, he's got, like, these big, um, he, he tried to fashion robes out of animal skins. So there's this big patchwork of animal skins in in robe shape um i'll probably take the book okay and i'm gonna have the potions i'll walk okay. up to the trap door and mm -hmm. chuck one at rius and we go what does this say throwing a potion bottle down at me yeah for you to catch and read it oh i should have remembered that <laughs> Uh, speaking of searching, Rias, what did you get for your perception? Uh, 25. 25. Uh, yeah, you're looking around. Uh, definitely, there was an attack here, for sure. Things are smashed up. You see a lot of, like, weapon score marks all around. You find some arrows embedded in, uh, some of the bedding. Uh, you find, obviously, blood everywhere. Um... But you don't see any bodies. Um, and it looks to you like you just get the sense that there had to have been like multiple, like there was some kind of skirmish here 
between several individuals. Like this wasn't like one. It's just because you're looking up at Rog Rog and the way that he fights, and it's just like this doesn't. Again, like you're seeing like deep score marks, like bladed weapons, and like the bedpost, and there's arrows. Uh, it's like this. This doesn't add up to what like Rog Rog probably didn't do this. I would I would probably shout out to all of them, just be like, uh, yes. I don't believe that Rog Rog was the one causing all this trouble. Unfortunately, I think he happened to fall upon this scene. Uh, oopsie. Can I use my warfare lore to figure okay. out if this was the act of the trained unit of the guards that are normally here or potentially yeah. like mercenaries or... Absolutely. Uh, absolutely make that check. Oh, that's a good lore. Ooh, 17 plus 5, 23. 23. Uh, yeah, you get, uh, looking around at the scene of this battle, um, you definitely come to the same conclusion that Rias does, which is, this was, like, this wasn't Rog Rog coming in here and slaughtering everybody. Um, this, and it looks like, uh, from, from just some general things, it looks like the guards may have been caught by surprise. So perhaps this was some kind of ambush or raid that happened at night. Or, or at least when they weren't alert. Um, and you get the sense that, yeah, whoever attacked the watchtower, uh, they they attacked it specifically. They knew what they were doing. They were trained. I mean, they overwhelmed, you know, six of the, the soldiers of the Royal Guard of Thaspir, which is, you know, a pretty pretty decent feat to accomplish. These are definitely some somebody attacked and somebody was trained and knew what they were doing. Uh, and it looks like to you that they may have actually carried the bodies off uh, because certainly people died here. You could tell just from the amount of blood, uh, but they may have either taken prisoners or just carried the corpses off for whatever reason or who knows. Share that information. Sure. Um, in, in the blood splatter gym on the ground, are there any footprints of any kind? Uh, survival would be a good check to make. Um, I have for survival. Uh, it's a 13. 13. Um, you see a lot of like drag marks and you see a lot of motion. Um, it's difficult to tell. There's not really any tracks that you could follow. I will tell you that you see like in the blood, it's pretty obvious. There are some human like, like boot prints, but then there are also these like over large, like, it looks like a canine prince. Hawk? <laughs> Just joking. Hawk did this. <laughs> Can I investigate the room that Rog Rog was in upstairs? Uh, yeah, Rog Rog was up on the roof. Uh, go ahead and make a, make a check. Yeah. And I'm in, Pe I'm in Peepa's hair, and all okay. she can hear is like quiet little like sobs. And, and Moon Dust Glitter Violet Sparkle Wishes is using Peepa's hair as like a tissue. Oh, you got the leaves, you just yeah. open your eyes. It's sad, it's a, it's a tragic day for all of us. I kind of- still don't feel bad. <laughs> uh, well, you might, cause Sarah BC1 just donated $75, says wild magic on Trebor. Jim, bring him Sarah. back and I will kill him again. Oh my goodness. Why are you like this? We've Why? been asking that for years, Katie. Yeah. Uh, 21, Jim. 
21. Okay. You would guess that actually whatever battle occurred uh, did not reach the roof. Um, you do find that Rog Rog had some like pot of like, like boiling oil uh, up here, which, which with, with Oopsie's warfare lore, he can tell you that that's basically like uh, a defense tactic for the tower. It's very likely that had you tried to climb the, the ladder while oh, Rog Rog was still alive, he would have poured boiling oil on you. Whatever Ooh. spell that was going to be uh, probably would have hurt a lot. But uh... yeah, you guys act like a, per <laughs> a, a, a gnome who is raging has the <laughs> common sense to not attack someone who just attacked him several times. It's okay, Trevor. It's okay. He didn't attack you once. Yes, he took me almost half my health points. I well, didn't even get to know his favorite color, and he could have been my very best friend. Oh, uh, Sparkle, he told me his favorite color in his dying wish uh, to let you know, and it was green. Trevor, <laughs> normally I would have you roll for your wild magic, oh, but I think in light of recent events, I am going to just tell you, you the wild and magic. Two, that's here. And two, Jim Jam, <laughs> even me, because this one is very appropriate. We had this one pop up before, but I kept it around because there are a couple oh, of options. I, that can oh as. my God, I know the exact you are one struck you're talking with about. Become oh, the monster. Uh, you must roll a d4 to determine what monster you become. I take my little finger and I'm comforting uh, Moon Dust while we're discussing all of this. You guys are looking at Trevor. Sorry. And you see his skin starts to turn really gray and his shoulders start to slump and he starts to, to melt into this puddle of gray ooze <laughs> on the ground. And Trevor, I'm going to drop a link in our Zoom chat that goes to the page for your new stat block for the rest of the episode as you turn into a gray ooze. <laughs> I wanted still, the other one. <laughs> you can still speak. Uh, you can still speak. You have all of your personality and your oh memories. You are Trevor, but for all intents and purposes, your character sheet is now the, the stat block that I just linked to you. For Wait, the gray where does ooze. my sword go? Uh, it's just uh, all of your equipment just becomes a part of this oh, gray right. oozy yeah, as mass. long as my sword is still there. Oh, uh, oh my, ah, uh, Jim! Does <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Trevor did he just die too? Oh, good riddance. Uh, oh, don't, oh, don't touch, don't touch. The ooze is talking? No touch. Oh my peeper. I'm just joking. Are you No, okay? no, just jokes have hidden meanings for truth. Are, what happened? What happened? I, oh my God, Rog Rog knows magic. <laughs> In that his dying wish, he cast it. You hear, you hear a voice. Rog, rog, cast polymorph. <laughs> <laughs> and dies. Oh my. <laughs> he was an arch wizard, everyone. Oh. This is also maybe gonna be a best friend of mine, but. <laughs> uh, Moon Dust, you could be friends with the. What are you? A big puddle of glop. Oh my god. No touch. No touch him. I don't know. 
Don't get on my leaves because I don't like being dirty. I already have snot in it. Um. Ooh. I am so hefty and immune to so many things. <laughs> <laughs> but how fast can you move? Ah, uh, that's not <laughs> even a concern. Ah, <laughs> uh, 10 feet. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Now he is uh, worse than Harry. I'll be He's there now worse than Harry Plopper. Can hey, we really not touch you? I'm not allowed like, to cuss, to but forget you guys. <laughs> I am nowhere close to Harry Plopper. Uh, unfortunately, touching... Uh, the gray ooze is very dangerous. Okay. As they they have a, they're made of a highly acidic goop. Is T healed? Because I, I think I saw Trevor before and he was bloodied up. So would the ooze be healed? Uh, yeah, I would say the ooze. You you come into into being with all of your all oh, of the hit points. Okay, just yeah. just so I can make sure he's good. Yeah, he's okay. As far as you can tell, he's a tough ooze puddle. I don't do any damage. <laughs> I'm so weak. You just melt people, don't you? Uh, you know, one time my dad's told me this story about bad guys. When you do bad things, sometimes like it's a giant circle and bad things then happen to you. And I think that's what's happening is that the sparkle gods look down at you the and they were like, God. you know, that's a bad guy, and and therefore you have to you have to pay for being a bad guy until you're a good guy again. Oh, maybe you should give me a hug and help me become a good guy. I don't want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> We're not allowed to touch you. Oopsie keeps saying to not touch. So. Yeah, that too. Yeah. We happen to have a bucket that we could stick um, you in. Yeah, Oopsie I know. We need pickle, to... pickle bag, but Oopsie, go outside now. Uh. I'm gonna go outside and look for tracks, Jim. Sure. Uh, make a survival check. Yeah. Only a 12. 12. Uh, there are definitely tracks. Um, uh, you think that you can sort of tell that again, there were definitely these. Uh, it's the weirdest thing because you find all these canine footprints, but you get maybe the sense that they were two legged creatures. Um, and you're looking around, and you can't quite tell where they, they went off to, but I mean, you can definitely tell that there are, if, 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 if you could get it right, there are tracks to follow. I may be missing mixing games, okay, Jim, but didn't we at one point come across a guy that was also a wolf? I believe you are mixing games. Uh, I think there Bat was Ballast, some wolf maybe people. a snarling wolf with a rabbit in its jaws. Uh, From Dowry Farms. No? Uh, up, 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 I don't recall. I don't recall oh, that specifically. Sorry. That's way back season one. Yeah, that was the basket that's... fruit thing. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Oh, that was uh that was a house sigil. Yeah, uh, the, the last house sigil was the snarling. <laughs> I should take now, notes now, it. now it all clicks. It's all clicking for me. Um, but yes, that is true. You do have that. I mean, there is that that house sigil. The last uh, last you know, uh, he was uh, supposed to be arrested, but he fled the city and burned down his own manor before leaving. Okay. Well, um, 
Can you walk or do you just kind of fudge your way? Um, hold on, let me try real fast. And he like <laughs> he like jiggles like jello yeah. and you see him slowly moving to the side. Yeah. Like um, Yeah, I got I uh He jiggles about. <laughs> oh god. Okay. We need to go now. Uh Jim Jam, quick question. Yes. Since yes. I have the ruin of striking in my body now, does that mean I get the ruin of striking? No. No, your stat block is this creature. Uh, why do you this hate is me? You are, and this is, is it because I do. killed your favorite character? Yes. Mm. Mm. I wouldn't can say. <laughs> Everything that you it's almost started. as if as if uh, Moon Dust Glitter Violet Sparkle Wishes assessment of the gods looking down and punishing you. And maybe thought. it was more true than than you realize. Well, <laughs> I hate you all. You want. <laughs> Every everything that you had turned into the gloop. So okay, so I can't look at that book that you had. Or the nope, it's on my possession. Yeah, yeah the spell book. <laughs> all gooped. He's all gloopy. Uh, the fun thing is that you can just slide down the tower because you have a climb <laughs> speed. So you can just like slurp down like a snail down the tower to the base. Oh, so you Quick, guys at the, the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Peepa. That's Diana talking. We're good. Yeah, We're good. let me just give you a hug and constrict you real fast. <laughs> Why don't you roll me a DC acrobatics no, to get out? Joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, you guys gather yourselves back down at the bottom of the tower. You know that some creatures attacked uh, the guards here, uh, the bodies are missing probably taken by the attackers. You've spot spotted tracks, but it's difficult to tell so far. Uh, none of your trackers have been able to determine which way wanna, they go. Does anybody else want to make I wanna a, look at, attempt? Uh, yeah, attempt as well. Is that a nature check? Uh, survival, survival, right? Yeah. I want to look nope. at this, and I want to look down at, like, open my shirt and look at Dylan, and be like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, uh, Rias. Um, Dylan, good with nose. You have bigger nose. You maybe be good at like Dylan. Find where go. Oh, my, my smell is unfortunately not incredibly attuned. But perhaps is would Dylan? Oh, it, it smells like dogs. Man, man, wolf dogs. Man, wolf dogs. People, you tell him. Um, use your nose. I don't understand. People take. Jordan, Reyes will try to smell. Okay, you can make a perception check then. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 20, Jim. 26. Uh-huh. You get, everybody's watching you as you sort of like awkwardly get down on all fours and you're like sniffing around the ground like... I don't understand. I, this is like I don't have an especially sharp nose. That's not what lizard people uh, do. But you, from this vantage point, you do at least see uh, a trail that leads off to the west, away from the tower. These creatures—you uh, can tell that there were several of them. Large, uh, two-legged canine creatures 
you can see some drag marks in the grass, uh, some spatters of blood occasionally. Uh, you can tell which way they they left the tower from. Yes, my my nose, my amazing scent abilities points this way. Oh, that's amazing. Always listen, oopsie, that's what we learn. Okay, go. <laughs> Dylan, Come thank on, you for having confidence in me, Dylan. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll put I'll put my pickle jar or my pickle bag on the ground. Okay. Uh, and just come on, slime man, in go. I'll open it up for Trebor to climb into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope it doesn't melt your bag. Oh, pickle's ruined. I would like to stealth as we track this, follow this path, Jim. Okay. You're moving stealthily as you as you, you track along. Uh, anybody else have anything else that they'd like to be doing while moving? I'm gonna see Oopsie trying to stealth, and I'm gonna fly over to Oopsie. What are you doing? Uh, new, <laughs> new small guy. <laughs> what? What? But I don't understand. You're moving very kind of like slow, and like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. No, we we play we play game now. Moon, moon dust <gasps> Garfield Garfield wishes. Moon dust. Sparkle yeah, that's what Oopsie say. We 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 play game. Is who can be sneakiest? Oh, I love games. Oh, I'm very sneaky. I shall sneak. Yeah, you you the first person to jump out and say surprise when we see a bad guy is the winner. Oh no! Oh, I'm so good at this, and she goes invisible. Okay. <laughs> she just becomes sneaky. invisible. Gone. Glitter dust. Sparkle wishes is gone. It's just me and Peepa now. <laughs> and the ooze is all the way and back the there. And this ooze is falling behind in the distance. Every once in a while, you hear this like. Who's <laughs> <laughs> never do that again? As James, uh, <laughs> as Trevor makes his way slowly across the field. I'm gonna fly oh, wow. over uh, invisibly over to Rias. Hey, Rias. Okay. We're sneaking. We're playing a game. Didn't you hear? I, I heard of no game. I, I do like games. Oh, yes, I love games too. And I'm definitely going to win because I'm invisible. I don't know if you know that, but I'm invisible. Anyway, um, what we're doing is we're sneaking. And then when we see a bad guy, the first person to pop out and go, surprise, wins. Oh. And I love surprises because I love birthdays. Um, yes. Uh, I don't know how sneaky I could. Where did you Appear off to. And I'm already over to Peepa. Peepa, we're playing a game. Are you sneaking? Oh, uh, okay. I'll do it now. <gasps> oh, yes. And I'll roll for sneaking. How okay. sneaky I can be. Uh, 16 plus 6. Okay, so you are moving along pretty stealthily. It's becoming a little bit easier to move stealthily because, I mean, uh, you're no longer in this big open field. This trail has taken you sort of into this lightly wooded area. It's nothing like the Sirota Forest, uh, but uh, there's there's still a decent amount of underbrush, uh, trees, very tall, thin trees with big leafy canopies spreading up around you. Uh, so, so stealth is a little bit easier now that you're in this type of, of territory. Rolled a 23 for stealth in case also... Okay, you are I moving 
it's it's incredibly easy for you to move uh, stealthy. You're used to to that kind of thing. Um, uh, a because you can just become invisible, which is pretty awesome. Uh, very hard for anybody to spot you, and because you're so small, most people overlook you if they're not looking for you specifically. So you are darting through the branches and hiding amongst the leaves, and uh, occasionally popping out. I'm sure to tug on uh, Peepa's leaves and let her know that you're still there. Don't worry, you didn't really disappear because you're it's you're like just you're in you my just brain. know. You just know that if she can't see you, she must be terribly worried about where her best friend is. Yes! Oh, Jim, you just get me. I have a question, Jim. I have a question, and part of this is to brag, but when when I see the Dragons of Things logo on the die, that's a 20. That is a a skill check that I'm adding 11 to. Whoa. So is that a 31 or a 41? That's a 31. Where would you, where do you get 40? Because the natural 20 makes it up a challenge rating. Or if right, so if, it just means that if it were normally only a success, it would bump it oh, to okay. a regular success. Right. It doesn't actually add uh, to the value. Of well, I'm going to pretend it did and I rolled well enough to do it. So Sure, I tell you what, at this rate, you just call it whatever you want. Call it whatever number you want because it's uh, very, very successful. Um, and that was, uh, sorry, your stealth check, right? All right, so so for a lot of you, even though Moon does good at Violet Sparkleishes is good at stealthing, I mean, like, oopsie practically disappears in the woods. I mean, you're not even sure that he's still with you um, as you make your way along. However, uh, you do all stop when you see that up ahead through the trees, there is a collection of what looks to be some crude lean-tos uh, made of, like, just, like, surrounding brush and tree... Uh, um, leaf-covered tree limbs, and among these little crude shelters are several tall, fur-covered humanoids with canine faces. Uh, They're armed and dressed in, like, boiled leathers. Uh, They appear to not notice you as you approach. You're about maybe 60 feet away from this little camp. What do you guys do? I'd like to, to draw my glaive. All right, you draw your glaive. Already an arrow with with fairy dust on it, just in case. All right. All right. What they are, uh, people and Rias. Sorry, Rias, you cut out. Yeah, you keep cutting out. Can I perceive to see what they are? Sure. Uh, you can already see them, but if you have society, that would be a good check to make oh, to identify I them. I actually, do. Regardless. Oh yeah, I got some society. Here we go. Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, 13 plus my 5, 18. 18. Uh, you recognize these creatures as gnolls. They are typically regarded as scavengers because they uh, usually eat uh, eat the dead, essentially. Like they're, they're hunters and scavengers. Um, they are usually regarded as hostile to other humanoid societies, and uh, they are particularly feared because they will raid a settlement and uh, anybody anybody they 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 kill they will then drag off uh, as as food for their their tribes. They have a a loosely tribal society. Um, and they are they are definitely uh, avoided by others uh, who know what's good for them. 
how far from the city are we at this point? Uh, you had moved 10 miles down the road to get to the watchtower, and you've probably walked another three miles west into the woods at this point. So, I mean, you're about maybe a, a grand total of, you know, 13, between 13 and 14 miles. These guys just the aren't proper. like just all up on the city. They're... No, 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 no. They're, okay. they're, although it does surprise you to see creatures like this in this area, because again, this close to the city, like the roads are well patrolled uh the the area itself is is still sort of under the protection of the city and these creatures um uh, would probably not be very safe here however even just looking at their lean-tos and the way that they're set up this doesn't look like it's not like they've built a town here they very may well be uh living sort of a nomadic existence and they're only here maybe for a short time or they're here for a specific reason or who knows what I detect magic. Okay. Uh, there is no magic in the area. I'll whisper to Peepa. Peepa, I kind of was trying to figure out if there was anything magical nearby, but I couldn't find anything. Okay. Um, uh, let's just stay quiet still. I don't want to get too close without... Because I don't know where Oopsie is. Aren't we supposed to pop out and say surprise when we see a bad guy? Does this qualify as a bad guy? And does that uh, mean that we win if we pop out right now and say surprise? Uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of scary and dangerous to do, so I wouldn't do that. Okay. I just really want to win. I mean, you're winning in stealth because I can't see you. <laughs> I can't see any of you. <laughs> Rias and Oopsie, is there anything you want to be doing at this time? I want to get, let's see, how many are there? There are two that you spot, although make a perception check. 14? Nope, 14. 13. Sure. Uh, uh, it's a little tough to tell, but there's some kind of like hanging wooden cage um, about the size of a large bird cage. Uh, hanging from a tree limb on a rope in their camp too. And you can't really tell what's from this distance. You can't really tell what's inside, but occasionally you see like a flutter of movement. Um, hmm. I would like to sneak up behind one of the two okay. that are there and then wait until Alrighty. things happen. Uh, go ahead and make your stealth check to get up closer to them. Only a 22, Jim. Okay, uh, it might only be a 22, but it does beat their perception DC. So you manage to get into a position real close. You could almost like reach out with your glaive and smack one in the back of the head. Uh, but you are aware that at this point that you're sort of alone in that position. Rias, is there anything you want to be doing? Ah, uh, my goodness, there's two of them. Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I, I want to kind of, I guess, sneak uh, more. Uh, stay the distance where I am, but kind of sneak uh, on the outside. Okay. From, so I'm you're just sort of trying to circle around the camp. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so go ahead and make a perception or a stealth check, and I'll give you a, a an easier DC since you're keeping your distance. Uh, uh fourteen. Fourteen. Um, as you are moving through some of the, th the thicker underbrush to try to circle around to the other side of the camp. Uh, you you sort of get snagged. Oh. oh 
on on a, a, a bramble and you have to tug real quick and as you're rustling trying to get your your clothes like unhitched from this bramble uh oopsie you see one of the creatures in this camp like perks up and starts looking out which causes the other one to look up and they both stand up and they've both now got uh bows drawn with arrows and they're looking out into the forest it doesn't look like they've spotted exactly where your friends are, but they heard something that has alerted their attention. I'm going to sit on it for a hot minute to, to see what happens. Okay, you wait. Uh, that, the, uh, Pipa and, yeah, Pipa yes. and Moondust, what do we got? How far are they from where I'm at? You're about 60 feet away from the camp right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to sneak up 30 Okay, I need a, pers- uh, a stealth check from you. We're going to use my hero points. Ah, there we go. Speaking of hero points, thank uh, you. Bit boss from Spartan Undead to Katie and Scott and Denuso to the Knolls. What? what? Oh, Scott! nice. Noel's got one. But... Oh my gosh, Scott. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's out of my box. Oh no, Peepa died. Where'd you go? Oh, it's like under my computer. Get it, okay, hold on. Got- Sorry. Okay, try again. <laughs> Oh, that's even worse. Can I take my first roll, or do I have to take this roll? You got to take your second okay, roll. Okay, four, four plus six. Ten. Ten. Uh, <laughs> you start moving at about the same time that these creed that these gnolls become more alert and they're looking around. And it's you. You move if you had moved just a little bit earlier, but it's Rias who ruined it for you because he he caught their attention and they both zero in on you. And <laughs> in the distance, you hear this, uh, and they both raise bows that they've already drawn, and you know that it is now about to go down as we roll initiative. I did ready my bow though, so don't take it. You've got your bow in hand. Got your bow in hand. Jim, that means I have to do stealth, right, for my initiative? Uh, yes, if you are hiding, oh, you're doing too. stealth. <laughs> oh, that's, that's worse. Hey. These creatures got a pretty good initiative. I got it. Probably not as good as you guys, but it's pretty good. I still, uh, still don't see that blob, let's see, do let's we? Start with, let's start with Rias. Uh, 14. All right. Twice as good as last Oopsie. time. See? 28. Whoa. Jeez, guys. You were ready. Because <laughs> you're stealthy. Moon dust. 19. 19. And Peepa. Hope the gnolls like salad because I got 13. <laughs> oh, no. Peepa, very rarely in the last position, but this is one of those times. Oopsie. You were ready for something like this. You were close. You're right up in the business. Uh, they've spotted your friends. They're not as stealthy as you are. So what do you do? So am I in range of one of them or both of them? Uh, one of them. Okay. So I am that first one. I'm going to utilize my surprise attack. All right. Because I stealthed, they are considered flat-footed until they act. Yes. Uh, and I will swipe at one of them with my... Uh, glaive, okay. striking glaive. It's gonna be a fourteen on the die, so a twenty to hit. Twenty nice. does it. Nice. Yeah. Total of eleven damage. Oof, a solid hit right in the back of this Knoll's noggin. Uh, you slice into it, and that was just one action. So 
Uh, I will come back again with the other way of the on the Sure, way. yeah. Um, are they still flat-footed or no? I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. Until they act, they are flat-footed, so they yeah. haven't acted yet. 11 on the die, so plus one. 12? 12 is a miss. Even flat-footed, uh, these are, they're, they're, they're a little better trained than that. Uh, this one finally, like, spins around and sees you there, uh, and yelps something to its companion. They both are now aware of you, but you do have one more action, and he's still technically flat-footed, even though he's I will you. swing one final time yeah. while I yell, surprise! <laughs> oh man, I think he won! <laughs> uh, it's a 19 on the die, but with the penalties, that gets it to a 16. Because he's flat-footed, that's that's what you needed to do. Yeah, so yeah. you got him. Okay. That is going to be... Ooh, and that was my third attack. That is going to be that math that I suck at because yeah. I'm in a hurry. 11 plus 5, 16 damage. All right. Uh, you cut him deep with that second attack as he, he, like, spins around, yells something to his companion, tries to bring his bow up to bear. But then your, your third and final swing cuts him right across the the hyena-like snout and you can tell he's badly wounded still on his feet but uh not for long most likely after you though they get to go they were quick to uh quick on their feet uh this one had the bow drawn but you're right up in his face so he quickly drops the bow and grabs this uh this battle axe off his belt with one action and then just comes down with you almost instinctively you can tell pretty pretty well trained these guys are warriors he comes down at you with the battle axe for his second action uh but he's so thrown off by the massive, like he just did not expect you to be there. He's he, he, all his training fails him. He rolls a natural one. Oh! But I've got two hero points. So oh. rather than let oh. rather than let a natural one stand, I'll use one of my hero points uh. to try that again. Uh, much better with what a twenty-eight. Twenty-seven. Ah, damn it! Uh. <laughs> twenty-seven to hit. Uh, and that is going to deal. I'm assuming that that's not a critical hit. No, I'm a 20 AC. You're a, you're a tough bird. Uh, that is going to be eight points of slashing damage as he comes down, cuts you across the chest. Uh, and then for his third action, um, he actually just, uh, like, he can sort of, like, he's bleeding out. He knows that this is just about over for him. So he looks over at the cage. Uh, and instead of like he knows he doesn't have enough uh, uh, he doesn't have enough in him to get to the cage so he just chucks his battle axe at the cage and I'm gonna roll for that see oh, if he no. can smash the cage oh boy um, yeah uh, that's gonna do it so the axe goes spinning end over end smashes into the cage uh, the wood splinters and shatters and you see this weird little uh, uh, bat-like creature with a long sucker nose and six uh, barbed legs like drop out of the cage uh, and it, it opens its wings uh, to catch itself and begins flying and flies over to you, Whoopsie. And it tries to just like land on your shoulder. <laughs> so it comes in uh, and that is going to be uh, 19 to land on you. Nope. But I don't believe that gets you. So he tries, he just, uh, but you duck out of the way. 
and that is its actions. Uh, the other of these creatures sees you, but he's actually got the bow in hand, and he's going to continue his intention to fire upon Pipa. So he pulls back an arrow and lets fly at Pipa. Hey, uh, choose back. Hey! At just that moment. Uh, I'm... Uh, uh, I'm catching up, guys. <laughs> um, you left. You left me. Nineteen, Peepa. That's exactly my AC. Oh no! Yeah. So the arrow pierces your flesh. You take four points of piercing damage. Uh, this guy uh, quickly draws and fires another arrow. That one is only going to hit armor class eight, so I know that is definitely a miss. Yeah. And I might as well go crit hunting. Um, and he's going to try to see if he can get you with a 19 or a 20. It's the only way I can get you. Uh, so that is a six on the die. So this, the, the two other arrows go okay, wide. Good. <laughs> but uh, but you do get pierced by the one. It's at about that moment that, Pipa, you hear this like... Oh, it's true. You look over and you see that... <laughs> I thought it was uh, a thing on... Trevor, Trevor has just slorped right up next to you. Uh, Trevor, do you want to roll initiative for me? There's a combat going on. Oh, uh, I couldn't tell. I was I was left. <laughs> I don't like the word slorped. I know. It's my favorite. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, wait. No, that. Okay. I, I thought I had a negative five, but that's just my intelligence. <laughs> uh, no wonder you killed uh, Rog Rog. Uh, yeah, that, this intelligence and my other Oops, one are, is no difference. Uh, that is a dirty 20. Oh, wow. That's a fast ooze. <laughs> well, Trevor, uh, you, you finally catch up to your companions who left you in the dust. Uh, it is your action. Uh, you see that they are fighting uh, these two hyena men. Uh, there's also some kind of weird, like, at Mosquito that's trying to attach itself to Oopsie, who's up in this camp. You are currently next to Pipa, who is 60 feet away from this encampment. So they're firing arrows. They must have heard your companions coming. What do you do? Well, I'll get into combat in 37 rounds. All right. <laughs> so you just start. Uh, yeah, you just see you just see him do this 30 feet up, and he's like, <gasps> Pipa. Do you have my inhaler? <laughs> he just oozes himself forward 30 feet, closing half the distance between him and the knoll encampment. Uh, moon dust, glitter, violet, sparkle wishes. You lost the stealth game, but your friends are in trouble. Why did I doing? lose the stealth game? Because Oopsie oh, said oh, surprise before you did. That's right. Yes, I lost that game. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, well, I had readied my arrow, uh, yep. so I'm going to, I'm going to loose that, um, okay. at the one that tried to hit Oopsie or did hit Oopsie. Okay. So this one, uh, he's looking woozy Ooh. on his feet, but yeah, fire an arrow right at him. Uh, that is going to be 30. Oh, oh yeah. That's a, that's a hit. You got him. That's actually and, a good <laughs> And I enchanted this one with subdual. Target Ooh. takes 46 mental damage, depending okay. on its basic will save. Oh, I thought you said 46. 4d6. Yeah. Wow. That, go? Uh, uh, that is a 17 to save. That is or, a sorry, fail. He fails. He's going to take 46 points of non-lethal mental damage. 46. 
We also have a raid. We have a raid hey. from uh, hey. Elite Trooper. Thank hey. you. Hey. What's up, Raiders? Hello. Okay, that is going to be 11 plus 7. Uh, 18 points of damage, and he was nice. so wounded that that is enough to overwhelm him. He he just drops to the ground, uh, unconscious, because that was non-lethal damage, so he is out. And then I'm going to use my next two actions to ready my next arrow. It's one action to ready your arrow, so you could, if you wanted oh. to, even fire again. Great! Yeah, I do that. Um, Great. And I'm going to do the same thing toward the other guy. Okay. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Oh, I caught it. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. I mean, that's a natural 20, not a dirty 20. Okay, natural that's another critical 20. hit. Yay! <laughs> so 30. Uh, I failed the save, for sure. Awesome. So I get to double this? Yeah. Yeah, it's damage. You get to double it. Okay, so that's 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 points. Wow. Uh, so times two. <coughs> times two wow. is 38 points. So yeah, wow. your second arrow just like explodes wow. in, in, in a puff of glitter in this Noel's face and he like just falls backwards. Uh, smacking his head on the, the the log he was using as a as a seat, and he is out as well. Uh, there is still this weird little bat mosquito creature, uh, and we move on to Rius's turn. So Rius, looking at all of that, just sees these tiny little arrows, and he actually had his hand on his crossbow, and he just goes, "Yeah, no, not going to do that. Um, definitely not going to be able to do that." Uh, so. I'm going to point my finger at the weird thing, and I am going to use two actions to cast harm on it. Oh, uh, somebody need a fortitude save for me, please, sir. All right, that is a f that is an eight. So an eight. I'm yeah. gonna take uh, gonna take full damage from this. Uh, just out of curiosity, what is your save DC? Uh, Nineteen. Uh, so that's a critical. So I'm actually gonna take double damage. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, so you're gonna get four points of negative damage. That's that doubled. Would, that's doubled. Yep. I'm uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, you hate to see it. It's uh, damaged though. Hey, you know what? It is right. Okay. Um, uh, it takes four points of necrotic damage, uh, and you have one action left. Uh, I'm gonna start moving into the camp then. Okay, you begin making your way closer to the camp, uh, and we move on to Peepa's turn. Great, I'd like to get up uh, uh, my 60 feet from uh, where I see Oopsie yep. with the thing on him. Yep, yep. Perfect. I'm gonna try to cast Telekinetic Maneuver to get that thing off of him. It's actually, it, it was not able to attach itself to him, so it did miss. So it's it's trying to attach itself to him, but it hasn't uh, succeeded yet. So you don't necessarily need to do that. Well, can I still can I still fling it out of the way? It says move, you can move a foe or something they carry. It can tend to disarm, shove, or trip the Yeah, target. you could try to shove it away from him. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to help yeah, out. No, that, that, yeah, I gotcha. You can, you can do that, yeah. Okay, so... I guess, do I roll? Yeah, I roll for that, yes? Yeah, yes you do. Okay, okay 16 plus nine. Oh my God, please, for once, does it work? 
You did it, yeah. <gasps> it, it worked last time too. Don't be mean for once. You disarmed. Uh, you disarmed somebody with it. Did I? I don't remember. Yeah. Use telekinetic maneuver to disarm the uh, the leprechaun that you guys were tracking last time. Oh, that's right. That's right. But either way, it's a success this time. You just shove this thing with telekinetic force away from Oopsie. It goes scaring back through the air about ten feet uh, before righting itself, and then just like. And I'm gonna uh, with my last action. I'm gonna sing. All right, you begin singing. Inspire you everybody courage. A plus two or plus one bonus. Uh, plus one still. Plus one bonus. All right. Top of the next round, oopsie. Uh, both the gnolls are unconscious, but this creature uh, just got pushed away from you, but is still active. Uh, I'm going to swipe at the thing that tried to attach itself to me. Yeah, do it. I don't like it. Who does? Nobody. The other guys are taken care of for now. An 18 on the die. Oh, there you go. You got him. Plus six. So 20 yep. he gotten for total damage of not a lot only nine damage uh but it is enough to just cut this thing into it falls in a weird messy heap of of bug guts on the ground uh currently there are no threats both of the gnolls are unconscious and this creature is dead so the forest is sort of calm and quiet around you what do you guys do Oh my god. It took me 45 minutes just to get over here. Oh, 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 um, um, new guy, Trebor, uh, we playing quiet games. Uh, and I tie up the gnolls and I gag them. Sure, tie them up, gag them. You notice as you're doing so that, I mean, they're wearing these sort of boiled leather armor, and you note that each of them has sort of a crudely painted sigil. Uh, on the the breast of the leather, uh, it looks like an axe embedded in a humanoid skull. An axe? An axe, yeah, like a hand axe, just just like splitting a skull. Can we make a knowledge roll on that? Yeah, if you've got uh, society, would be good for this one. I don't have society. Uh, Jim, it doesn't tell me my skills, so I assume that I don't have any. Yeah, you do have some skills listed, like athletics and stealth, but anything else is just... Oh, so uh, just those two. Cool. Yeah, those are the only two skills that you have right now. Cool. I love this. You're a news, man. You're a news. <laughs> Be nice, Jim. <laughs> That's a Michael Jordan on society. Michael Jordan on society. Um... You don't know a whole lot about Knoll society because they generally don't mingle with people, but you've heard from like incoming travelers and uh, people people on the road who come into the city that uh, there is a Knoll tribe in the region known as the Skull Splitters. Skull Splitters are raiders uh, and they're pretty dangerous and they're a pretty large, they're the largest group of gnolls in the region uh if they 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 are likely new to this exact area like they usually don't come this close to the city um so you're not quite sure why they're here but you do know that there could be quite a sizable force of them here if if they've moved into these woods uh you also note that um one of them it, it it wasn't wielding this weapon, 
but it has on its belt a long sword. And just looking at it uh, with your rolling over your society check, you recognize it as one of the standard issue weapons um, issued to royal soldiers uh, in service of that in the royal army of Thaspir. Um, and then, like tied around the hilt of the blade, is a strip of tabard that at least matches the coloration from uh, one of the soldiers' tabards. So it's you're almost certain that these are the group that attacked the watchtower, but it wasn't just these two. Like these two would not have been able to overcome a, a staffed tower like that. Not only that, but you don't see any other sign of the guards here. So it's very likely that there are more knolls deeper in the woods. I would I would relay that to everybody and, and just add on, yes, just keep our eyes open because there's multiples out here somewhere. Oh, does that mean that we can keep playing this game because I didn't win the first time and I really want to win the second time? Well, being stealthy is definitely a good idea, but if there's a sizable force out here, maybe perhaps not popping up insane surprise at every, at every time, so I would... Play your game very carefully. Okay. She goes invisible. <laughs> She's gone yet. Before again. we go, can I look around the camp, make sure we've uh, looked over everything? Sure, sure. Uh, 17. 17. Um, you note that the, so there was the long sword and the strip of like ripped up tabard that was on the one Knoll, but the other one has like on a leather uh, thong about its neck. It has this uh, this ring with a, with a sapphire stud in it. Um, it's clearly uh, something that was probably taken uh, in a raid or something because it's like the the metal work is very good. It looks like something that you would buy in the city. Huh. I would. Uh take it off. Um, do I detect magic on it or no? Because there's no magic on it. No magic. No magic. Uh, you would guess though, it's probably, it's it's valuable. It's probably worth, you know, 10, 10 gold pieces. Hmm. This is pretty. Um, we oh, could sell it. That is so beautiful. I think you should keep it because it matches your beautifulness. Aw, thanks. Moon dust, even though I can't see you. No, um, I'm here. Uh, okay. Well, she'll just. How pop no moon dust say? Why not? Why not? Whoopsie say that or trambor? How no? Can't see. Huh? Say what? Exactly. Well, because Peepa's my very best friend, and Peepa knows my voice compared to your voices. No, don't think. Ah, uh, so. yeah. No, I. I think. I think we know her better. I okay. don't think so. Jim Jam, is this a moist environment? What? I feel like you're attacking somebody here. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because I get, I, I have a plus 10 to stealth, but if it's a moist environment, I get a plus 12. You know what, James Chu? It's a pretty moist environment. Ah, I <laughs> take back of, everything I said about you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'll pocket the ring. Okay, you pocket the ring, uh, knowing that you haven't found any sign of the guards who, um, hopefully, if they aren't dead, you might be able to save, or even if they are dead, you could maybe 
hopefully save them from being eaten by the gnolls uh, to give them a proper burial, you begin moving deeper into the woods. And as you get beyond this this initial camp, you begin to see signs everywhere that you are in marked territory. There are crude and violent designs carved into trees and painted on rocks, sometimes in a rusty red that can only be dried blood. Occasionally, you'll catch a glimmer of movement in the trees or hear a distant barking call that is very quickly answered by a similar cry from somewhere else. So you get the sense very quickly, oopsie especially, that they like are patrolling these woods, they're organized, um, they're, they're relatively alert, and you know, these aren't, these aren't just uh, uh, common bandits that you're going after. Know, you get the sense that there is a constant danger uh, as you're moving along. You know that um, one wrong move and you could have a whole host of these creatures bearing down on you. Uh, the woods are very thick with your enemies, and uh, so you begin to. But you're already you're already stealthing along quite quite well. Um, as you move, you actually spot uh, a hunting party nearby that is headed in the same direction. They're actually headed towards you. They haven't spotted you, but they're headed towards you, armed to the teeth, but confident enough in their own territory uh, so that they're not on terribly high alert. Perhaps that is the only reason that you spot them before they spot you. You have moments to decide what to do to avoid being spotted yourselves. You could attempt to hide with a stealth check to create some, or you could try to create a diversion and draw their attention using deception. Or perhaps if you have some other skill or ability that will allow you to go unnoticed, you could try that. The important question in these critical moments is what do you do? Well, I'm gonna hide. All right, so you quickly dive into some thick underbrush, make a stealth check. 26. 26, you guys, oopsie, disappears uh, under like this large leafy fern uh, and just gets real still and quiet and nobody can hear him. Uh, Rias, what are you gonna do? Jim Jam, I think I wanna use a card that I've been holding on to. Whoa. So, um, uh -oh. Which is the King of Diamonds. And I don't okay. think that was total concealment until I get hit, correct? Ooh. Uh, yeah, that one will give you total concealment. Um, nice, so, use. Yeah, so, so yeah, I guess if you're concealed, yeah, that makes, I, I, I dig it. I can, okay. I, I buy it. Okay, okay. so. Rias just kind of closes his eyes and just kind of steps behind a tree. Steps <laughs> <laughs> behind a tree. If there's something like you all watch as he almost like gets really hazy and almost seems to blend in with the surrounding colors. You can you can still spot him because you know exactly where to look, but it would be almost impossible to see him otherwise as he just magically becomes concealed. Uh, Uzi boy, Trevor, what are you oh, gonna do? Uh, so so Trevor is going to like like push himself up and then go and uh, sink into this puddle and he's going to do puddle ambush. Okay, so you become a puddle. You guys watch as he just sort of spreads out into this thin gray puddle. Uh, looks a little bit like a muddy puddle of water in the middle of the ground. Uh, and let me check that real quick. Ba, 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 ba. So if something enters your space, you'll get to, you know, you'll get to do your thing, but I do need you to roll a stealth check. That's fine. Uh, 21. 
21. Okay, so you become this puddle and you try to keep very, very still uh, moon dust. And Peepa go first? Peepa can go first. Peepa. <laughs> I, I look at everyone and I'm like, oh, blending in with my friends. So she backs into a whole bunch of bushes and then okay. tries to blend in as a, as a plant. You try to become a plant. Go ahead and make a stealth check. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, six, seven, eight, ten. Magic ten. number. Ten. Um, oh. So you watch as, as Peepa just like moves up next to a bush <laughs> and like just like puts out her arms and like stands really still. Um, at this point, the hunting party, which is getting kind of close, like one of them stops and like looks over and is like, says something to his companions and his companions are looking over and like everybody, you can tell like there's some chatter going on, but you don't really speak their language. So you're, it's difficult to see what they're saying, but uh, moon dust, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to look at Peepa who definitely isn't blending the way she said she was going to blend. <laughs> no. Don't worry, best friend. I'm going to help. Don't worry. And I'm going to fly and I would like to fly like up and like over okay. the guys so that okay. they don't see me. And I would like to get to a position where it would be like distracting them. So like they would go the opposite direction. Gotcha. I'm not mm -hmm. exactly sure like which way that would be, but I would okay. like to cast ghost sound. Ghost mm. sound. Okay. So instead of having <laughs> you roll a deception check, I will have them roll a will save against your illusion. So they're all chatting. You like something's caught their attention. This one. Peepa, you're like looking at this knoll that keeps looking at you. It's almost like when somebody's looking at there, they're not quite certain, certain if they, did they see something in there? Like they don't know. You're trying your very hardest to be exactly still like a real plant would be. And then there's this sound in the forest in a different direction. And all the knoll heads like swing towards the sound. Uh, and, and one of them, like they're, they're talking excitedly amongst each other and they go bounding off through the woods leaving you safe sure. and hidden until they disappear from sight. You wait just a minute to make sure they're out of earshot, out of range, as you all sort of come back together. They've passed. Oh, I think we did it. I think I was the best plant ever, my friends. <laughs> friend. I couldn't even see you when I was looking for you. Oh, thank you. I really tried. Where is everyone else? Oops, he disappeared like he normally does, and I, I heard a... Oh, <laughs> wow. And I heard a... <laughs> I'm alive! Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now keep going, yeah? Oh, keep yeah. Going. Yeah, we gotta be... Okay, we be, we be, we be careful. Yes. You gotta be careful. But uh, I take a, I take a long crunch of a pickle. Before we okay. go, I think we all just need like a little bit of like courage and excitement and happiness and and she drops candy for all of them. <laughs> Everybody mm. gets candy. Oh yeah, drop it in the ooze. <laughs> and it's specifically very salty for James Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I want I, I want to play with Trebor in a pickle. Like I want to dip it in, watch it dissolve and then pull up. 
It's weird because every time they drop like food into you, you can taste it no matter where they drop it. It's weird because <laughs> even as you're rolling along the ground, like you're actually like dissolving grass and leaves as you move and you can taste all that. And it's all great. Like it doesn't, it doesn't bother you. You like, you want to, you just feel this urge to consume all living matter. It's actually kind of difficult not to like consume the living matter right next to you. But you know, you know that's not right. So you hold back. Do do I know Jim Jam? I don't know. If you make you make whatever decision you want to, but <laughs> no, Trevor. Uh, Chew kills a PC tonight. Oh. <laughs> Chew eats the whole party. Uh, yeah. yeah. It will also be the end of Chew being on the Dat Network. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, think I'll I still know be the right. producers. I can make a call. I mean, I know them too. I just don't date one of them <laughs> but no i will you could date i could jim jim no you're not single yeah, I, i'm married dana won't like that there's there's none available right now chew yeah damn it i mean god ah, ah, i was doing so well darn it uh but yeah like as they have their back to me i'll like like slowly creep up and then turn around and i get back to normal like we're, we're good we're good <laughs> So um, you eat you eat uh, the candy, and you feel a little more courageous, and you begin making your way deeper into Null territory, having avoided the hunting party quite successfully. And no, but now knowing that you need to be on alert and you need to be moving carefully, uh, your path eventually leads you to some kind of it looks almost like must be like some kind of aviary where several branches are staked into the ground. Uh, and on those branches are dozens of scavenger birds. You're not really sure what purpose they serve, but it's very clear, like just from the way the stakes are and the number of birds here, that the gnolls have domesticated them for some kind of purpose. Uh, you could attempt to pass through, though you know that disturbing them could alert the gnolls to your presence. So keeping so you so keeping them calm with a nature check would be well advised. However, there is also an outcropping of rocks just off the path, and if you could just climb over them with an athletics check, you would bypass the area with the birds altogether and be able to move safely on. So what do you do? Go sound a threatening spell. Um, it's not a threatening spell, but you get the sense that if you made a, basically like if you cast it and disturbed the birds, that might attract attention. So I, really your best- I was actually best... asking to, because um, I would lose my invisibility if I'm causing harm. Oh, no, no, no. It does not cause any kind of harm to anybody. So no, Great. you could so cast it. So I'm still it. invisible, okay. I'm gonna Just, I believe those. your invisibility lasts for a minute every time you cast it. So okay, I cast at this it point, again. you could cast it again, but yeah, <laughs> become invisible. Uh, I'm going to eat those rocks, Jim Jam. You start to climb your way along rocks because you have a climb speed. I will say that you can just do it. You have that ability. You've been given the ability to just slip over the rocks, and uh, it's easy peasy for you. Someone tell my son how cool I look. Eva, are yes. you good at climbing? No. Oh, no. I don't, well, I'm gonna have to- really good. I don't know, maybe you and I can pass by the birds and, and, and maybe they won't see us, but maybe you should try climbing first. Um, okay, well, the good thing is I can just glide down if I really mess up, so here I go. 
you believe in you. Uh, okay. Athletics. Nope. Uh, so that's a six minus one, five. Five. Uh, so the problem isn't so much getting over the rocks. The rocks aren't very difficult to climb. The problem is that as you're climbing, you kick loose a stone that rolls down the rocks and clatters and lands on the ground. And as it does, the birds start getting more agitated. You can hear them now. They don't they don't swarm out and create a big enough ruckus to draw too much attention, but you can now tell that any little thing would set them off because they're like on high alert. Oh. They're squawking a little bit, uh, but you do get over the other side of the rocks uh, when we turn our attention to Rius and Oopsie. Their birds are a little more agitated now. Uh, you have to be extra, extra careful, but you could still get by them without attracting any attention. What do you do? I'm staying with Oopsie and Rius just to be okay. clear. All right. Okay, so you're staying with them. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to stay stealthed until okay. Rius is through, and I'm going to have my sling ready. Gotcha. Uh, I know it's a swarm, but it's yeah, a bridge. Rius, are you good at climbing? Uh, no, I'm really not, but can be somewhat concealed, uh, but I, I, I will see if I can make it over as well. All right, with an athletics check, he tries to climb too. Oh, um, Riz tries and he goes, nope, and then he goes, I'm gonna use a BBBB. Ah. <laughs> so let's try it again. That is better. That is going to be a dirty 20. Nice. Dirty 20. Uh, Dirty 20 will do it. You do manage to scramble over the rocks without uh, knocking any loose or otherwise disturbing the birds in any fashion. Uh, it's just up to Oopsie now and then Moondist. Well, complete wash nature versus athletics. Mm -hmm. And I don't have an armor check penalty for nature. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna try and uh, keep the birds calm. Okay. And get through there. I'm gonna take a real slow minute in case someone a reroll comes in. Just. That's what you wanna do and not try to climb. Oh, roll seventeen on the die. So huh. a twenty math twenty five. Twenty five. That's a success. Nice. I would really love to know what oopsie tiptoeing through the birds looks like. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably took it the way that, because uh, I've been hanging out with Dylan. Yeah. Mm. So I imagine he drops down on, you know, the lizard scramble to get on top over a hot rock. And he just kind mm -hmm. of pauses <laughs> and <then> goes <laughs> and under a thing. That's that's how we do it. Because that's how, that's how Dylan would do it. So you you scramble along, uh, just trying to keep the birds calm. Uh, they don't seem to take too much notice of your lizard-like approach, uh, and you pass through the aviary without disturbing any of them. Uh, Moondust, you're the only one left. I fly straight up and uh, meet up with Rius and Pipa. All right, so you just fly over the rocks, and you guys have passed through uh, <gasps> the bird territory without attracting any of their attention. Uh, making your way successfully deeper and deeper into enemy territory. 
and so you begin uh, trudging through the forest even deeper, carefully navigating as best you can through this uh, territory in hopes that you don't stumble randomly onto any hunting parties or some snare left to catch intruders like yourselves. The symbols carved into many of the surrounding trees are growing more grotesque and more frequent. There is a ritualistic quality to them, and though they aren't exactly letters or pictographs, you get the sense that there is a meaning here, albeit a dark one. Perhaps the reason lies ahead, as you spy a chilling sight through the trees. A black-robed figure stands before a stone altar. There is a man, stripped to the waist, tied to this table. Bluish smoke curls up from a brazier nearby, and two knoll hunters stand by to assist in whatever ritual is taking place here. The man on the table is struggling and yelling for help, but the creature standing over him pays no heed as a silvery knife appears in its hands. You have but moments to react before this man was sure to be killed. You could attempt to draw the knoll's attention with an intimidation check and disrupt the ceremony, or you could try an acrobatics check to tumble through the underbrush and burst onto the scene <laughs> just in the nick of time. But either way, you know that you're in for a fight if you intend to save this man's life. Your other option, a darker option, is to simply sneak on by and leave the man to his fate. <gasps> what do you do? I tumble for you. <laughs> I, I think we have to go help him. I mean, it doesn't look like he's- Yeah, there's a dude in trouble. Oops, yeah. he's without explanation. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. With okay. a, in, in a split second time. decision, Run Oopsie in. rushes in. Go ahead and make that acrobatics check. 17 plus 9, Jim. All right, so you burst onto the scene. Adam Khan, what are you doing? Uh, I, I'm, I, I see Oopsie run in there. I'm going to rush forward, and I'm going to try to intimidate them. All right, go ahead and make an intimidation check. Of course. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Uh, good intimidation. Uh, uh, 22. 22, okay, that's a success. Uh, Trevor, what are you doing in all of this? Oh, you know, sprinting boldly forth at high breakneck speeds towards uh, uh, the villains. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So everybody goes rushing forward, and Trevor, like, gathers himself up, and it's just like, <laughs> oozes his way forward. Uh, we'll count that as one failure at this point to reach the, the scene before this ritual can take place. Moondust. I burst onto the scene with Oopsie. Bursting onto the scene. Let's see with an acrobatics check. Can you get there in time? Um, I would maybe assume so. That's going to be a 27. Oh, yeah. You you guys. Uh, and then Ipa. Uh, well, I'll just I'll run in since them two are all the way up to the front closest. I was yeah. going to try fascinating performance, but I'm going to start running in. I got you. No problem. Uh, so all <laughs> of this sort of happens in a split second. This knoll uh, in robes has the knife raised and is just about to bring it down when a shout from the trees catches all the knoll's attention as Rias tries as draws their attention. The, the knife stops momentarily and then Oopsie and Moondust both burst through the underbrush onto the scene, weapons drawn and ready, and suddenly the falling knife stops as the knoll realizes that his his ritual will have to wait until after he's dealt with these pesky intruders, and it is on as we roll initiative. Um, so would I be using intimidation, Jim? 
You can, yeah, I will allow that. Yes. You can justify that for sure. Oh, and I rolled crappy. Man. I have a hero point. No, I used my hero point. Uh, okay, that's gonna be a 14 for Rias. 14 for Rias? That's what you had last time. No. Trevor. Uh, 28. Wow, Trevor's a fast ooze, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Uh, 22. Me too! Oh, nice. You guys both burst onto the scene at the same time, and you'll both act. That's the same awesome. Peepa? Okay. 19. 19 for Peepa. All right, you guys have caught these creatures completely off guard. They will be going last. I rolled horrible initiative. So it is Trevor first. Um, you're you're just at the edge of this like ritual circle that these these gnolls have have built for themselves in the forest. There's about 20 feet between you and the stone altar. Uh, and then on the other side of the altar, there are two gnolls and then some like some some robed cultist. What do you do? So you're saying, or is it 20 feet to get to them or 20 feet to get to the, just the altar? Just to the altar. I hate you. Uh, uh, Trevor is going to use all of his strength and momentum to get to the opposite side and get into the same square as one of the cultists. So you're going to try to to actually ooze right under one of these creatures. Yes, that is uh, correct. I don't know if you can enter a square that another person is in, but I know that if you are laying an ambush, somebody can enter your square. So I will say that as an ooze, you could make an athletics check to try to, to ooze your way into a square that another creature occupies. Uh, that's not going to be great. That's a 13. Yeah, uh, you try, but uh, it like that this knoll like pushes you back almost, so that you're you're next to him, but you can't quite get into his his business. Um, but you're there. You're up in the action. Uh, cool. Oopsie, it is your turn. <coughs> um, let's see. So Moon Dust and I are there at the same time. Yep. Can I get to the knife wieldy guy? Uh, yeah, he's 20 feet away from you. Or there's 20 feet. There's the altar, and then on the other side of the altar. So it'd probably take you two actions to get to the knife wieldy guy, but you could do it and then have a third action. Okay, I'm going to flying body tackle him. Oh, oh yes, then I'll need an acrobatics check from you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, go to acrobatics. Yeah, it's a 16 on the die, plus 9, 15, nope, 25. Oh, God. <laughs> flying over. 25 will do it. You, uh, you managed to get over, you leap the the altar no problem and you are now for the flying tackle i will need a uh uh an athletics check or a tack roll whichever one you prefer i mean i don't know how to tackle so I'll just roll an athletics check <laughs> this one is not as good this is only a plus five i'm still super big what you got 20 you got 20 Nat 20 james yeah! Hey, you just uh, grab on to this robed figure as you go flying by. And he's like, uh, and you have him grabbed. I'm just going to sit on him, teabag him. 
Uh, he's, he's not he's not on the ground, but you do have him grappled. Oh. So, so uh, that will take us to Moon Dust. I am going to sprinkle a little fairy dust on my arrow. Alrighty. And I'm gonna shoot it. Um, is there anyone else around? Hey, that's my. Not that you see. Okay. Uh, you just see there's the two the two null warriors. One of them uh, is right next to this ooze that looks like it wants to consume him. Uh, the other one is is surprised, but getting his weapons to bear and is about to react. Uh, and then there's the cultist that Oopsie has just tackled. So the one that just uh, is grabbing its weapons. Yes. I'm going to aim for that guy. Alrighty. I am going to attempt to subdue him. All right, subdue away. That's a nat 20. I, I, <gasps> wow. Uh, that's a 30 to hit. That's, <laughs> oh a, that's a critical hit for sure. I need, to, I need um, Yep, okay. Um, so that's 4d6 times two. Holy uh, Well, there's a will save. There's a basic oh, really? save, right? Right, right. So on my will save, I get a 20. E5. So I believe he's going to take half damage. Okay. Uh, but with a critical hit, I believe that you your level of success goes up by one or whatever. So I think you still get full damage, but not wow. double damage. Cool. All right, here we go. It's okay. Uh, that's going to be 12, 14 points of damage. 14 points of subdual damage. Yeah, I mean, there's this burst. Uh, again, of multicolored light as your arrow just sort of explodes and he's like shaking it off. He's still on his feet, but he does look a little woozy for sure. Uh, and as, I'm gonna fly yeah, yeah. 40 feet up. All right, you fly up. Uh, so you sprinkled, you fired, you flew. So that takes us to Peepa. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to cast a telekinetic projectile at. Uh, the one that let's say Katie just hit, Moon Dust just hit. Okay, sure. So let me roll my attack. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, Thirteen plus nine. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, that's a hit. All right. No show. Uh, ooh, okay, good. Five plus four, nine. Nine. Oh, great. That's a uh, good yeah, one. He's- yeah, it's a solid, a solid hit. He's still on his feet. Uh, he's like now clutching his head uh, as he tries to to regain his composure from this vicious assault. Uh, and then, two actions to cast the spell, and then what do you got? I'm gonna sting with my heart. Inspire sing, courage. Sing, sing, Rias. It is your action. Uh, which uh, which gnome were you guys attacking? The one next to Trevor, or the other one? No, the one that's up the not. Yeah. So okay. this one, yeah, the one that isn't next to Trevor. Okay, so assaulted. they're taking care of that. Oopsie, tackle the guy. I'm going to look at the one that's next to Trevor, uh, and I'm just gonna hold my finger up at him, and I'm gonna say, "Down, boy." <laughs> I want him to lay down. I'm gonna cast command. Doggy, doggy. <laughs> you get a, a will save. Will save for me. 21. Oh, 21. It is a success. You are unaffected. Hmm. All right. Uh, oh, that is all right. Uh, that is a failure on my end. Um, they're still far away from me. Nobody else is close. Uh, uh, you know what? Um, then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cast, uh, draw my little rune and cast guidance on Moon Dust. There you go. 
All right. Moondust, you're going to get an additional plus one to your next uh, roll, thanks to guidance from Rias. Now the gnolls finally react and begin uh, an attack. So the one next to you, Trevor, is going to draw this battle axe off of his hip and try to swing at you. Uh Uh-huh. So that is going to be to hit a 15. Uh Uh-huh, that hits. All right. Slashes into you with the axe. This is going to be slashing damage. I don't know if your resistance doesn't matter. That's good that you specifically said slashing. Uh, (laughs) Ten points of slashing damage from the axe. Five points of slashing damage. Oh, no. Uh, so seeing that this, he's just like, but uh, he doesn't have any other choice. He's actually going to move away from you. He's like, I don't, I don't want any part of this. Well, booze. Oh my god! Uh, he rushes over to uh, Rias, uh, and it's going to take both of his move actions to get uh, over to Rias, so he does not get to attack again. Uh, the cultist uh, has got a knife in his hand and a goblin Wait, around oh. his hip. <gasps> Jim, Jim, no. I, had a, I had a quick question. Uh, yeah. Pulling is pulling his weapon out is an action. Striking is an action. Oh, so technically, right. he only has one movement. So Got he will him. just get halfway to Rias. Good Got job, him. Trevor. Glad you're here. Oh, <laughs> oh I did not like. I did not like that tone, Jim, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. This guy that you've got grabbed, he just doesn't like it. He's not a big fan of being grabbed. So he is going to reach a hand down and just try to lay it right on the top of your head. And he, and as he does so, you hear this, this sort of um, slithery, uh, it's impossible to tell what the words exactly are, but this like almost hissing uh, arcane, verbiage no uh, as he lays his hand right at the top of your head uh and and unleashes negative energy <gasps> into you i do need you to make a fortitude save fortitude saves i'm good at those but now that i've said that <laughs> oh, no, 28. nice 28 boundaries doing well Good lord. Uh, there, there was hope that this would be a fun game for me, but it's not being <laughs> one so far. Uh, 28 is a success. You're only going to take half the damage. Mercy, Jim. Uh, you can, yeah, mercy it uh, down to down to almost nothing, I'm sure. So it's 2d8, and you'll take half. Sorry, let me roll this. So it's 13. Half of that is 7. Uh, and then you mercy three of that away, so you take four points of negative energy damage. <laughs> uh, which was a lot a lot for a little for me. That was two actions to do that, so this guy's like doesn't understand why you aren't dying. Uh, so with his, his last action, he just tries to drive the knife that he has into the top oh. of your skull. Wow. Uh, but I doubt it. Uh, I feel like that's probably not going to hit you because it's only a 15 to hit. So nope. tries to come down with his dagger, but you're, you're, it actually strikes the top of your skull, which is so thick and bony that it just like dents the blade. It's all my halfling hair, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is one guy left. He's woozy on his feet, but he at least is going to make a last 
valiant effort, uh, he's going to draw a bow. He's going to aim an arrow right up at Moon Dust Glitter Violet Sparkle Wishes. I knew it was coming. And unleash <laughs> an arrow. Uh, ooh, I feel like a 28 is. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. The important thing is, is a 28 a critical hit? Uh, my AC is 23. Okay, oh, then wow. no, no. Wow. It is, it is not God. a critical hit. You're a, <laughs> you're a fast, agile little girl. <laughs> Why are you not the tank? Oh my God. Ideal one point of piercing damage is this arrow just like clips oh your God. shoulder barely. Um, and that is all my actions for the round. These guys are not doing well. Trevor. Wow. What do you do? Uh, who's, uh, how many feet is the closest person to me? Uh, the closest person to you would be the cultist that Oopsie's got and you could get to him with, with, with one move action. But Oopsie has him grabbed, right? Yes, Oopsie has him grabbed. It would take you two actions to get to the one that's not grabbed. Yeah, I'm gonna, as much as I would like to uh, save Oopsie, um, I'm gonna go to the other cultist, use two moves, uh, get right up to him, and then you're gonna see like a like a hand come out of the gelatin <laughs> or the ooze and go. Uh, as uh, he tries to pseudopod him. All right. A pseudopod comes out. What attack? Uh, 21. 21 does it. That is a hit. Awesome. Let me get my stupid D6 dice. Sure, sure glad you spent all that money on that rune, huh? Oh. Shut up, Jared. <laughs> that is uh, 11 bludgeoning, 5 <laughs> acid, and he is now constricted. Okay, so you grab onto him. Now this one, he actually goes unconscious because this is the one that had also been struck with a bunch of damage from, uh, from Moondust, Glitter, Violet, Sparkle Wishes, so dual arrow. So he's not dead. But he is unconscious in your grip. Uh, so it's up to you whether you just want to squeeze the life out of him later on your on, on your next turn or whether you want to <laughs> drop him and go after the other one. He tastes delicious. But after that, it is Oopsie's turn. You've still got this guy grabbed. What do you do? Um, I, let's see. I guess I'll draw. Do I have to let go of him to draw a weapon? Uh, if you want to maintain a hold on him, you still need to make another athletics check to do that, which would cost yeah, you. Yeah, I want to maintain a hold. All right, so so make your athletics check. Maybe it's only an eighteen. Uh, that's enough. That's enough for this guy. So you managed to. You still got him grabbed. Uh, and now you can draw a one-handed weapon if you wanted to. I like to draw my my short sword. Okay. My uh, and then you can make an attack. However, if you make right? an attack. Huh? He's not undead, right? No, no, he's not undead. Uh, this is this does count as your second attack for the round because you have him grabbed. Or okay, so the middle one. Got it. Yeah, so your middle. Uh, Twenty-two. Twenty-two, and that definitely gets him. We're gonna do one d six piercing damage. 
All right. One damage. Do <laughs> you have a strength bonus? <laughs> I have one. Oh, yeah, plus one. Yeah. Two damage. Wait, plus my one. Okay. Remember? Three damage. <laughs> Three points of damage. And then I might as well crit fish for this last one. Sure. Didn't crit, but I might have hit. Uh, no, well, 14. Uh, 14 is going to miss. Derp. That, that uh, is all. But, but it was uh, not 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 too shabby of a turn. Moon dust, glitter, violet, sparkle wishes. All right, I'm. Uh, is the guy who tried to shoot me still alive? Uh, the guy that tried to shoot you is currently like grabbed by this gray ooze and is being dissolved in its grip. Got it. But the cultist is still alive, right? Uh, that is correct. I'm gonna aim for the cultist then with my arrow, and Jim is gone. Okay. Wait, uh, yeah, I'm still here. Okay. I am going to use a hero point. Oh, All right. Maybe that would have hit, but you know what? Just in case, we're gonna use a hero point. Good call. Why well, risk it? And then remember, you have a plus one from me. Yeah, and one from- uh... Oh yeah, one from uh, Reyes. Okay, so 22. 22 hits. Great. Um, and I am using Subdual again. Okay. So, so that would be a will save. Basic will save. Uh, uh, oh, it might have done it. He's got a strong will. That is a 24. Darn it. Yeah. Still takes half damage, though. On a success, okay. he takes half damage, so doesn't do nothing. Well, that's going to be 12, 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, wow. 21, and then half of that is 11. Plus so. one from me. Yep. Takes 11 points of non-lethal damage. Uh, I, I can shoot him again, right? I think so. I right. believe. Did you, did you, yeah, you had prepared your arrow last turn, right? No. No? I don't think I did, did I? No, you shot. No, I shot up. No, then. Uh, yeah. Right. But I can shoot him Oh, okay. So, arrow. so you would have prepared the arrow. You can just shoot a regular arrow, yeah. If you don't want to, yeah. You can either prepare an arrow or just shoot a regular arrow. I'm gonna prepare my arrow, my next arrow. Okay, you prepare another arrow with some fairy dust, and we move on to Pipa's turn. Okay, so Trevor has one, and that one's about to be uh, creamified, and then. It uh, looks like yeah. Weird term of phrase, but yes. Creamified. <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, so Moondust just shot the one that Oopsie has, correct? Uh, that is correct. There's then, still one that is making its way over to Rias. Okay, so that, yeah. So let me, I'm going to telekinetic projectile and aim for the one heading at Rias to help him Alrighty. out. Alrighty. Uh, nope, four plus nine, 13. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Then I'll continue singing. <laughs> Continue singing after trying to telekinetic projectile that creature. Yeah. Rias, you see one of these gnolls is headed right at you with a battle axe held high. Uh, Peepa I'm... tries to catch it with a flying rock, but she misses. I tried. Appreciate it, Peepa. Um, I tried. I'm going to reach uh, into my pouch, pull out a vial, and I'm going to chuck a vial at this thing. All right. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 17? A what? 17 to hit. 
plus my one. Seventeen would be a uh, miss. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen would be a hit. Yes. <laughs> Um, so this vial that I am chucking is a moderate frost vial. Uh, so it's going to be two uh, d6 cold damage. Um, uh, yeah. I am. Uh, awesome. Uh, Ten points of cold damage. And Plus one. Uh, Eleven points of cold damage, and it's going to take a minus ten to its movement speed. Whoa. Nicely done. Maybe Chu can catch it now. Oof, so it's moving slower. One could only hope. And, frost. <laughs> <laughs> and then Maybe. I'm actually going to, for my, um, yeah, I'm going for my last action. I'm going to back up back into the trees to conceal myself. Okay. Uh, you back further into the forest, trying to get away and conceal yourself and uh, not be the primary target. Uh, that will take us to my turn. These guys are not doing very well, and they need to turn it around. Uh, my one creature is just dissolving in Trevor's uh, Uzi grip. Uh, I've got this cultist who's struggling to get away from, from Oopsie, who's just got him grabbed. Uh, so I'm going to cast another spell. Uh, this one is a two-action spell, and as he casts it, uh, this ghostly wavering dagger appears next to you, Oopsie, and tries to stab you. Um, and it is going to make an attack against you. Where'd my die go? I got a spell attack coming your way, Oopsie, that is going to hit a 21. That hits. Oh. All right, so this ghostly dagger just stabs into your back. Uh, you take seven points of force damage, um, and the dagger remains. It's like it's going to keep attacking you. Not this round, but it'll continue to attack you in future rounds. Uh, the cultist will use his last action to try to stab you himself with his real physical dagger. Uh Oh yeah, that is a twenty-nine to hit. Oh, jeez, oh, that is not a critical. Not a critical hit, but I do have. Oh no, you don't. This Someone sink edge. him. Sink him. <laughs> I don't have any sinks. I, I have this edge here. Oh. No, you can't kill Oopsie. Oh, I make it a critical hit oh, with my edge. God, it's gonna be. That is gonna be seven plus 15 points, <gasps> 15 points of piercing damage. He just, he knows not to get to the top of your head now. He just goes right for the, the space, that, that area where your shoulder meets your neck and just grrr, jabs the knife down, trying Damn. to get you off of him. Um, that is his action. The one that was making his way over towards Rias is now covered in frost, moving much slower. He's going to take two actions now to get up to Rias, uh, whereas he normally would have only had to take one. And he's going to come down with that battle axe. Even that is going to be 14 to hit. <laughs> Jim's so, so upset. <laughs> good, because now technically, Jim, is my card also still active as well? Is your what? <laughs> the card, because I never officially got hit. It says well, that's I'm true. You have not been hit yet, so actually I need to roll a flat check just to see. Anyway, it's uh, for concealed. I believe it's DC five flat check. 
Or is it total concealment? Uh, yeah, total concealment. Okay, so it's a DC 10. So you need 11 on the high, die or higher. Uh, that is a 12. So it beats the concealment, attacks at a 14. So does that hit or no? Does not. Does not hit, so phew, misses even though he does uh, get through the concealment. So you're still concealed. Uh, it was all three of his actions to do that. My other guy's unconscious. So Trevor, it's up to you, buddy. Are you gonna drop this guy, or are you just gonna squeeze him until he's dead? If I didn't drop Rog Rog, <laughs> what makes you think I'm gonna drop this guy? <laughs> so right. uh, you will notice that as Trevor starts to squeeze the life out of him, it's like he's draining the life uh, out of him into himself. Uh, as he uses his mercy to get a few hit points back. Nice, using that mercy. Uh, you deal 1d6 bludgeoning uh, and 1d6 acid when you squeeze. Uh, so go ahead and do it. Tell me how much damage you take. Uh, that is six acid and three bludgeoning. All right, that Plus is enough. Oh, so four bludgeoning floor bludgeoning so that is enough to actually bring this guy to dead dead uh so you guys watch as trevor oozes up to this knoll grabs onto it uh and then just like draws it into his mass and you guys watch as very frighteningly quickly the fur just <laughs> melts the like the flesh begins to drift and break up into little chunks uh and then even the bones within seconds are just nothing but broken bits of of skull and calcium quickly dissolving in the mass yeah. and of what is now Trevor. And, and you hear Trevor say, ah, it tastes like a hot dog. And <laughs> you you can't see his face, but it's definitely like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah. If Trevor had a face, he'd be looking for laughs. <laughs> uh, that was only one action. So you technically have two le- two actions left. Uh, where Where's the closest person to me? Uh, the cultist is still alive and kicking, and it looks like Oopsie, or it just, he just stabbed Oopsie real good. Oopsie may be in trouble. Um, yeah, then he's gonna go. All right, so you slurp over there with one action, and you have one action, one final action left. Uh, then he is going to try to snatch this cultist off of Oopsie. All right. Uh, this technically, because constrict is a is basically it's an attack action, so this would be as if you're you were making your second attack for the round. Okay. So that is our uh, which is still decent. Yeah, still pretty good. Uh, twelve plus eight, uh, dirty. No, twelve plus nine, twenty-one. Uh, twenty-one plus one for Pipa is 22. oh twenty-two, <laughs> and twenty-two is a hit. Excellent to melt everybody uh that is five so 10 bludgeoning 11 bludgeoning okay Okay. uh two acid all right this cultist does not look like he's doing very well at all uh and you have him grabbed at the end of your turn so you're grabbed by oopsie grabbed by uh by uzi trevor and oopsie it is your turn uh i'm not taking damage from trevor am i no okay uh, I'm going to activate my seven of hearts, Jim. Oh, very nice. To get my seven temp hit points. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Another action, I'm going to cast Lay on Hands upon myself. 
four. Cool, cool, to cool. To get six back. Nice. Uh, second action, I'm going to try and stab this guy. Okay. I don't like him. No. I don't like... He stabbed me in the back and in the head. 16 on the die plus nine. Yeah, that does it. For seven damage, counting all of the things. That is enough. You drive this uh, short sword into his belly uh, and he just goes limp. The dagger that was float, the ghostly dagger floating near your head just disappears and fizzles into nothing. Is your third action? Uh, he's the guy is dead, right? Oh yeah, he dead. Uh, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna continue the aforementioned teabag. Okay, <laughs> you teabag him. <laughs> Just a flavor teabag. A flavor teabag. What flavor? Pickle. Pickle. Uh-huh. Pickle. Uh, <laughs> moon dust glitter violet sparklicious. Gross, boys. I know, right? Uh, ladies' night was so great last week. Right, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> it was so yeah, great. wasn't it, Jim? How dare you and you say you boys like me and Adam were uh, the two that did this? You killed Rog Rog, so you shoot. Uh, <laughs> he was a villain. I think everyone keeps forgetting that he attacked us several times. It's my turn, and on my turn, I would choose to uh, say a huge thank you to Crossbones for gifting me $5 and, and giving me an edge. Thank you so Ooh. much to nice. uh, Crossbones for that. And we've been followed by Penguin Witch Doctor, but backward, and I'm not gonna attempt it, but <laughs> uh, Also, I'm in for life resubbed for 28 months. Amazing. Whoa, nice. Hey. Thank you. Subs and Whoa. Penguin Witch Doctor resubbed for 23 months. Thank Ooh, you. Fantastic. We love you. Is there any more uh, villains alive still? There's one more villain who is harrying Rias. Great. Right. Oh, I didn't know they were chasing me in the woods. Arrow, and I shall loose it now. All right, loose here it away. It, here it comes. Oh my gosh, this these dice never roll well, and they're rolling so good. That's a 29. Wow, wow. Yeah, that is a critical <laughs> hit. These are my Skylar dice from from Jared's game, and these never rolled well. 30, 30. 30! Do I double it? Yeah, double your damage. Okay, here it comes. Oh. Am I allowed to reroll, like, using a hero point for damage? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's only going to be 16 total. 17. 17 total. I was only six. <laughs> What's the point, right, it was guys? Uh, <laughs> it's enough to take this guy down as your arrow explodes against the back of his head in a puff of sparkles and colorful smoke. Uh, and he just looks like he's about to come down on Rias with this axe, and he just falls forward unconscious <laughs> on the ground. They are destroyed. Uh, there is. Sparkles. The cultist uh, is is dead, so I assume that Trevor just consumes him. Uh, yeah, I let go. The, the null at your yeah. I don't. I don't think you want to teabag me. <laughs> gross. Would you say the null, the null at my feet just is knocked unconscious, right? It's knocked unconscious. That's correct. Um, maybe as Trevor eats this guy, maybe search his pockets first. He stabbed me with ghost 
knife. Uh... Is the knife technically still in your back, though? It was a ghost knife. No, I think it faded, right? Oh, yeah, the ghost knife okay. is faded. It's yeah. gone. Is this guy dead, or he's just kind of fallen to the ground? Oh, he's dead. He's he dead. I say we search him first before you do anything, Trevor. Because you're right, uh, oopsie. Don't touch him. Ew. There's this guy who's like tied to the altar who's like, hey, hey, guys. Oh, I'll, walk, I'll run over. I'll run over. Too. I'll tie, I'll tie him. I'll and tie I'll, him. I'll be like pretending to help, but like my hands are so little that like okay. I'm really not doing anything. I'll, I'll dissolve this guy halfway and then spit oh. half of his body out. <laughs> okay. And go, um,. Yeah, you guys can search him, but uh, I want him after you're done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'll walk out of the the woods, uh, dragging dragging this body, and just be like, okay. "Here, Trevor, here's some more for you." Oh, yeah. Uh, so Trevor just consumes the knolls. Oh, it's you guys free. <laughs> you guys realize we could get away with murder, and I'll just eat it up. It's the perfect scheme. I'm gonna I mean, talk to this guy that's laying on the yeah. side. Hi, gotcha. I'm Glitter Violet Sparkle Wishes, and this is my very best friend, Peepa. And hi, hi what is your name? Uh, it's it's uh, Stephen. Oh, hi, Stephen. Hi. Why are you here? This I is was... a very weird predicament you're in. Yes, I know. I was. Uh, I was a. Guard at the at the tower. We were attacked by these gnolls. They dragged me off into the woods. Most of my companions are dead. I think some of them are still alive in their camp, but I I can't be sure. I, I don't know. I don't know why they brought us here, and I don't know what they're doing. But I know I know they're acting on someone else's orders. Somebody's there was a man here, a human man. He was talking to them. He paid them quite a bit of money. I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't know why any of this is occurring, but I know it's bad. I thank you for saving me. Does he need healing? And, and it seems like, you know, you you are in mental distress and I can help with that. And she gives him a bunch of candy. He's got this handful of candy now and he's like, oh, okay, wonderful. We need to get out of these woods, though. Can I do a medicine check on him? Sure, you can. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Uh, 12, 12 plus eight. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Uh, it's enough. He's wounded, but he can move. Um, he's not, like, bleeding or anything. Uh, he's relatively healthy, uh, but he is somewhat wounded. It's up to you uh, whether you would... Uh... I'm, I'm concerned. Have, have birds and the other hunting guys get this guy out. How how we do that? I could Probably eat the birds. No. No, no, I I think we have to get out of here. We have to there, there's something something going on here and while I don't know quite what, we we have to we have to warn the city. Yeah, I think maybe that we should escort him out and then we can always come back later and figure out what else is happening here. But it's really important that since we saved him now, that we like make sure that he stays alive for as long as possible, right? Yeah, that that was question. Yeah. How we get him out? We we fly. 
Um, it's at about this time, as you're standing there starting to decide what to do, you hear a, uh, a loud, almost howl. Uh, it sounds actually almost more like a, like a howling laughter. Uh, and you look over and you see a knoll standing in the trees with a bow drawn. And as he cries out uh, and his, his, his voice carries through the trees, uh, you hear a response coming from several different directions all at once. And within moments, you can hear and see knolls rushing towards where you are. And this guy who's standing up, he's like, I, I don't know how you're going to get out, but we have to go now. We have to, we have to run. And he actually begins like taking off through the trees. Uh, what do you guys do? Run. Mundus Ludovius goes invisible. Someone uh, carry right. me. Get <laughs> your ooze, you're good. I pull my Keep shield, pull my shield, drop my pickle bag for Trebor and set to receive until I can make sure everyone else is out. Sure, yeah, you, you climb into the bag um, and Oops, I won't. I won't you. eat all your pickles. Oh, sorry. I ate one. Ah, there goes another one. Ah, ah, ah. No. No. <laughs> I just can't. I buy pickles. Rius would take off too. Arrows start flying through the trees at you as you are rushing away through the forest. Uh, occasionally, you have to dip and dodge as gnolls come uh, from all directions trying to stop you. Jim, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yes. we're being raided by Wes. Thanks. Hey, Wes. thanks for Welcome, Wes. What's up, raiders? Hello, hello. Just oh, in hi. time, we're trying to escape all these scary things. Yeah. You're escaping the scary things. Uh, you rushed through the forest, arrows whipping past all of you, even even invisible. There's so many arrows through the air that even invisible as you fly, occasionally one comes almost too close, almost accidentally hitting you, Moondust. But luckily, uh, you make it out of the tree line Un relatively unscathed, I'm sure somewhat wounded and bleeding, but alive as you take off through the field. You note that the gnolls uh, don't continue the chase through uh, after they break out, after you break out of the tree line. For whatever reason, uh, they turn back and head back to their camp uh, as you make your way across the field towards the ruined watchtower. You arrive back at the city of Cavalosha, just as the sun is setting, uh, exhausted but alive, uh, with a dire warning for the city that for some reason, gnolls are amassing near the city. For what purpose, it is completely unknown. Under whose orders, it is completely unknown. But you have, at least for the time being, saved the day as the heroes of Cavalosha. Congratulations, you've completed another heroic endeavor. Yeah! That is the end of our adventure for this evening. Well, and Trevor Hooray. stays an ooze for Yeah, is he an ooze still? Trevor is an ooze forever. Why he eat all my pickles? At the, at the end of the day, he reverts okay. back to his gnome form. Uh, just as he eats Oopsie's last pickle, <coughs> he becomes a gnome he once again. He like cough all a giant hairball and he's like, oh god. <laughs> that, that was not as good going in as coming out. Poor Rob, Rob. Wait, that doesn't make sense. It Never mind. Sense. Never mind. <laughs> His brainy joke. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
but we will see you guys. Thanks for joining us. Yay. Bye, Bye, Bye. 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 Bye